What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Terror Table, a horror movie podcast presented by the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. I am one of your hosts. My name is Mitch, and with me, as always, I have... You got Kyle. And I'm Boozy. All right, so we got the full Terror Table here, Mitch, Kyle, and Booze. And uh, joining us today, we have very special guests, a returning guest of the show. Um, I believe you guys have been on once? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I forgot okay. we were on earlier this year. Apparently, yeah. what a so, year it's been! Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a very popular episode, and I'm very excited to welcome you guys back here. So, last time you all were here, we were talking about Chronicle and Brightburn. Um, we would like to welcome, give a warm round of applause, and welcome for Brent Hibbard and Stephen Fisher from the Let's Talk About Stuff podcast. Hello, hello. In the air right now. Oh yeah, I can hear it. All right, so. Brent, so, mm-hmm. all right, so that voice was Brent. Uh, Stephen, can you say hello to our listeners so they know your voice? Yeah, hello. hi, hello. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Brent, you hello? hold it back. Oh, sorry. God damn it. I'll take it back. I'm yeah, sorry I brought him along, guys. Yeah, he's going to take that back. This is Stephen, hello. Hello. And Brent. Hi, Brent. this is Diego. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wrong Diego. Shit. Welcome back, Diego. Either way, we are talking today about the film Teeth. And uh, the reason this film is going to be discussed on this episode today is this is actually the very first episode of the Druid's Hand Perks uh, section episodes. And it is all thanks to Brent Hibbard, who contributed some money to our Kickstarter campaign so that we could make our short film. He chose to uh, allow Stephen to join in on the conversation, and I was very excited about that. that. Well, to be clear, what happened was Brent said, I would like to actually donate my perk to Stephen because Stephen is a real horror fan and I am not, is what you said. Um, more to come on that because there's some recent updates on the LTAS canon. Uh, but I'm very happy that both of you guys are joining us today because this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, big fans of your guys' show. You've been on, mul- or, well, I guess this is the second time, and uh, I've been on your show a couple times respectively, but uh, it's very exciting to have our entire shows all here representing. Absolutely, man. Glad to be here. Yeah, and uh, I just want to give a quick heads up before we start this conversation is that uh, though the film that we are talking today is presented as a horror comedy, I do want to throw in a little bit of a warning up top that we will be discussing a movie that includes multiple rape scenes, incest, and other various different forms of sexual abuse that could be upsetting for some. Uh, So I just want to make sure people aren't going to um, end up at the main feature and then, you know, have to hear about things that they didn't sign up for to come on the show. Like, this is just one of those ones where you know, the, the movie is about a woman who has teeth in her vagina. So uh, I want to give mm-hmm. everyone a little bit of a heads up beforehand. So I will have something in the show notes to pin uh, at what time our feature presentation discussion will begin. But before we start talking about what we've been up to, we would like to hear a quick word from our this week's sponsors, which is Direct West. The Saskatchewan Podcast Network is supported by Direct West. Are you a business owner looking for new avenues to promote your business? Direct West digital billboards are a great opportunity to highlight a new product, a new promotion, or anything else you'd like your customers to know about. You can get local expert marketing help for your business at directwest.com. All right, now we can begin the episode. So, uh, how are y'all? How are y'all doing? We have uh, so Stephen and Brent of the Let's Talk About Stuff podcast. You guys just 
talk about stuff notoriously um you guys oh, tend mm-hmm. to talk about a lot of uh superhero stuff comic books pop culture all that kind of fun stuff uh but over the last month like uh, during the halloween season you guys were diving pretty deep into the horror genre so how has that been for you guys uh, it's been been fun. It's been a uh, an eye opening experience for me, a brown eye opening experience. Even uh, it's just passed from my top brown eye down to my bottom one, uh, like a laser beam. So uh, Stephen is a uh, horror fan f- uh, for quite a while, and he's uh, over the course of the the past five or so years of doing the podcast. Uh, he's uh, kind of uh, put some of that stuff on me and s- given me some good recommendations, and I've uh, uh, leaned into it pretty hard this uh, past month and change, especially, and uh, did a deep dive. I've, I've checked out all kinds of shit, like uh, family-friendly stuff. I've checked out super old horror, like black-and-white shit. I've looked at uh, more modern stuff. Uh, we did... Uh, what was the most recent... Uh, uh, like? Well, I, I guess I mean like the, the most like modern stuff. It was uh, ha- if all and else you guys Halloween kills are very um, huge stands yeah, of, of Halloween stuff. kills. So let's make that clear right here. So uh, boozy, you're hell yeah. Oh, we're we're hell with good yeah. company then. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Kyle had the best review yeah. for Halloween Kills uh, that I've heard yet, and it's <laughs> that it lets out a fart and it festers for an, two hours. <laughs> that was one of the funniest. Um, twenty eighteen. 2018 good uh kills uh farty i don't know i like the smell of that fart <laughs> brent so you like you were mentioning just now that you are becoming quite the horror fan like you're actually you're kind of seeing the seeing why people enjoy it so much and what kind of fun stuff there is to offer in the horror genre is that because of morticia adams badonkadonk mm. in the animated series that you were talking about <laughs> That's a good, like, 74% of it. Um, the rest of it is just, like, uh, quality storytelling. But, yeah, if we go, yeah, I mean, it all comes back to the ass for me, you know? Um, she's, uh, she's, yeah, she's got that donk, you know, the peaches on, on point. It's, uh, it's good. I'm just, it's why he liked Malignant so much, that donk. Yeah, it's kind of weird where, like, she, yeah. like, Malignant is like running like, oh. fast at everyone i'm just like i don't know like my body was doing strange things like it's disturbing to look at because like everything is moving backwards but also forwards but also it's just like that's you know yeah. to live that kind of tutor first style, yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's consequences as we saw mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you know I'd, most most people tend to full live donk, a quarter yeah. donk at a time but she was just she was full throttle all the way pedal to the floor now, Brent, let me ask you, did you appreciate my Roman Pierce uh, quote the other day over a text message that is a private conversation that no one else is going to know what we're talking about? Uh, yeah, I always appreciate Fast and Furious anything. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Uh, I'm going to say what we're all thinking, but I will be the brave one to say it. Um, Fast and Furious over Mad Max. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Any damn day of the okay. week. The entire right. franchise. Over Fury Road, oh. even the worst one. Whatever your least favorite Fast and Furious movie is, that's wow. six times better than Mad Max Fury Road. It is, it is so, Put that so on an nice epitaph. of us to yeah. let meth heads come on the show. Every once in a while. <laughs> hey, who has the cleanest bathroom? Who has the cleanest bathroom? You come you over here, you shit right now. You won't even believe it. Is, is, this, is this a Mad Max? Oh, I didn't realize we were having a cleanest mm-hmm. bathroom challenge just on yeah, the spot. Yeah, because if that's the case, then that's kind of different, let's be honest. If we're mm-hmm. if we're talking bathrooms... You're saying that you take better care of your bathroom like, than you do your bed, yeah. Kyle? Mm-hmm. 
That's exactly what I'm saying. That's <laughs> but he shits in both. I do shit. Well, I shit close to it, so it depends how you look at it. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some splatter. Yeah, well, either way, let, let's yeah, get yeah. the let's get the horror movie conversation going here. So uh, I know Stephen, you're a huge fan. Um, but once again, very excited that all of us could be here today because this is uh, it's very exciting because we got a, a bunch of cool folks on the podcast today. And uh, let's start with Brent. Do you want to give us something that you've been watching? Or wait, sorry, actually, fuck you guys, Kyle. Um, <laughs> you want to? What a yeah. curveball. Okay. Wow. Okay. This is a roller coaster already. <laughs> well, thanks for it's being on fun. the show, guys. Let's take um, care of ours. See you next time. Oh, yeah. It's twenty twenty one. It's it's all about self. It was great. So Kyle, <laughs> let's take care of the terror table first. Let's Kyle, have you mm-hmm. watched anything recently? <laughs> I have watched a few things. Um Kyle's about to bless us with something. Well, I was absent for the last episode, unfortunately, uh, due to some unfortunate mm. circumstances. But I did watch the flicks that we were going to chat about, or we the boys did eventually with Cassie, and that, of course, was the the Slumber Party Massacre from 1982, mm-hmm. um, which is similar but different to the Slumber just Slumber Party Massacre from 2021 that just came out this year, uh, and they were both a ride. Actually, it was kind of fun to watch these films and then, like, kind of hold my thoughts on them and then also actually watch Teeth and then kind of, like, just look at those three movies that I had seen and kind of, like, think, like, <laughs> oh, God, like, this world's terrible. Um, is that a weird trilogy for you? It It, it is a weird trilogy uh, <laughs> to think about because I was making my notes for this week's episode to talk and I was like, wow, uh, this fucking sucks. Um but uh, not that I'd uh, to take away from the quality of the films, but anyways, they're all funny when we get there. That being said, all funny, yeah, for sure. I'll talk about the first one uh, or the original really quick. Uh, just get my thoughts on it, what I thought of it. I had never seen this film before. I had heard about it quite a bit uh, over the years. Just in, I don't know. It's been mentioned a lot in like the odd interview that I've been like watching every now and then. I think like this kind of gets talked up a bit nowadays. A, in like a different context than it was originally released it kind of has that beautiful thing that a lot of great horror films do where they sometimes age better uh, like a fine wine and I actually really think that about this one this one for me was like a really interesting uh, NC-17 that's got to be the first time that and Slumber Party Massacre like, has ever been compared to wine <laughs> I oh, I yeah. really liked this one it's like is, is it yeah, was Kyle it you was fucking boobs. toxic well, the, the disgusting boobs? man Man, what can I say? Like, ever, it wasn't... ever since they had that blocker on his computer so he can't search certain <laughs> things, he's really getting desperate. Well, these boys are right. Like, you know, you got to take advantage of the tools you have. And let me tell you, this is one of those films that really, uh, the tool belt comes in handy for this one, okay? Uh, there, uh, I don't know. There's a lot to appreciate about it. Like you're mentioning, Mitch, it's funny. Like, honestly, it has genuine humor that, like, really holds up. And it has this, like... I don't know. It has just like that kind of like exploitive nature that you can't help but ignore that I think is maybe what hold the holds the film back. But at the same time, you can't help but like, I don't know, reinterpret and contextualize for a modern context. And that's kind of why the film is interesting to me. It like holds such an interesting unique for what it was trying to say in 1982 but then it also kind of means almost something entirely different in 2021 which is why it holds up. I really enjoyed it. It's a it, it it deconstructs the male gaze a little bit doesn't do it wonderfully but it, it it gave it like an honest effort which honestly came off for me like mostly like fun and like engaging so shout out i really enjoyed it i think like it's one of those films that i 
I would actually recommend to someone if they were like trying to find a horror film that kind of like works into the slasher genre, but does have, you know, tropey stuff that I don't think is the same and say something like a, like a scream or maybe even like a, a cherry falls. I think it has some of those elements, but it, rep- it presents it in such like a, a hyper and concrete way that works. So loved it. And then I'll just quickly blast this one off really quick, just because it won't make sense if we come back to it. And that is The Slumber Party Massacre from 2021, directed by Danishka Esterhazy. Is that right? Okay, so this one, I was fucking scared. I was actually terrified about this one. And I have to explain myself. First off, in the first five minutes, there's a guy who sounds like Riff Raff, so I knew I was in for a treat. A little bit have worried. Have you heard Jody Highroller's new song about the dogs? It's amazing. <laughs> I have not heard Jody listen. Wait, wait talk about dogs. Jody Highroller now. Well, that's been his nickname that's forever. A, that's been his nickname has, for a while. No, released, I know, but <laughs> he released a, con- a country song under Jody and the High Rollers, and it's all about his husky dog, and it's one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. It's so. Is it about his like fat friend? Because if so, that's sick. We we no, it's all about his dog. We literally listen to it all the time here, and it's so good. Uh, well, sorry, I'll add that <laughs> Shout to out the Riff Raff. I'll add that to the list. Shout out Riff Raff. Shout out Riff Raff. But the, I'm a Riff Raff fan now. I'll be honest, I because like I didn't get to uh, jump on the episode and talk to you guys on the pod, but like listen to the episode and just ch- see you guys' response in the chat. I was like, damn, these boys really enjoyed this movie. Nothing but positive praise for this film. Like. You know, that's cool. doesn't necessarily, yeah, like, like construct my opinion on a film all the time, but it definitely, like, makes me think, okay, like, if this is something Boozy likes, that informs, like, maybe what I'll think of it to an extent. So I was fucking nervous. Not Mitch, though. Mm-hmm. Well, to me, to me, Boozy's more of a wild card than Mitch. That, that's what, that's yeah. why, that, that's why okay. it's... That's fair. That's why it's fun. Mitch, I can actually give an exact review of every movie he's ever seen. So... Um, <laughs> his voice, and it's great. No... When you say that, you're you're referring to Mitch, who said Aquaman is better than Die Hard. Yeah, and I agree. Yes. Is this yeah, on multiple yeah. occasions? Yeah, see, there we go. Is that right? Definitely Kyle, agree. A man, a man who loves cinema, okay. but he needs just a little more tightening up in the Joker department. Uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, so we live in a society where I was really scared to talk about this movie because Mitch was going to get really pissy on the show if I didn't like it. And so I was like... That's not true at all. What a society. And so I'm like 20 minutes into this movie and I was like, fuck, this is not good. Like, I really, really didn't like it. And not in, not in like an offensive way, like, oh, this is like garbage. It was just like, I felt like the film had nothing to say. I was like, hey, what? Like, and I actually, I felt so stupid because I was like, trying to think I was like hey where is this gonna go to make this film interesting there has to be something here that is like at least like a hook or a catch or something that I'm gonna come away and be like oh shit like there was something to be said about that film because like as much as I joke about these two gentlemen that I talk to every week um, they're not that dumb so there's clearly something that there was something to like (laughs) that's why we brought you guys in here to tell you so so I, I was like, okay, what's going to happen here? And then, thank God, I didn't have to come and talk to you for today and tell you how bad it, this movie was because it ended up being a really, really enjoyable time because there there is a clear... The film has a message, and you get it right away, obviously, but the way it was presenting it immediately, I, w- I was a little unsure of where I was going to go. But there, without spoiling too much, and I won't, I won't spoil really anything, but the film does take a deliberate turn and deliberate choice on how it wants to present its message and go about, you know, kind of, like I said about the original, reconstructing certain uh, tropes and values and ideas in a really, really intriguing way. So this one also has my seal of approval. I would highly recommend 
the slumber party from 2021 some party massacre sorry uh not to be confused was sleepover which for some reason i wrote down in my notes um but chris chris the over into the show which exactly chris, chris Hurtado is famously a fan of um yeah he he literally did a like three hour episode on uh youtube about how sleepover is one of the most underrated films in cinema <laughs> And there's some crazy, but there's some crazy shit in this. Like for one thing, the killer looks like the lead singer of Deaf Heaven, which was really funny. And oh then, my god, he totally does. And then like the one girl who looks like Rebecca Black gets like chopped up. Oh wait, I shouldn't say anything. Anyway, so like there's Black. there's a couple really interesting bits about this movie. I'm not gonna go into detail about it because one thing I don't want to take up too much time. And also we talked about an entire episode that I wasn't there for. But nonetheless, <laughs> that's what I've been up to. Really enjoy both of them. Peep game. I also saw Dune twice. Shout out Dune. Moving but on. that's awesome, Kyle. I'm very happy to hear that you came around on it because I know we had talked before we were on Shout Out CBC, that little program. Um, Kyle and I talked on CBC for the new the noon hour in Sask. Er, sorry, it would be Saskatchewan Radio. Anyways, uh, right. I was praising Slumber Party Massacre on that show. Like I was saying, like that's one that I would highly recommend people who are looking yeah. for something yeah. for Halloween. Like I don't know, Brent and Stephen, have you guys checked out the remake for Slumber Party Massacre yet? Not yet. I, can, I still haven't seen it. It's worth checking yeah. out. I pretty much guarantee that both of you guys are going to highly fuck with it. It is great. I I think I'll like it, yeah. I was going to say I listened to the last episode, and I put both of them on my to-watch list uh, that I keep on my phone here of uh, stuff to check out. So I'm, I'm looking forward to watching them. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I've seen the original, but it's been a long time. I, I believe it was one that I found when I, I worked at a video store as, like, a teenager and, like, finding all those, like, old horror things that you'd find or whatever. And I was like, oh, this has tits in it. Definitely, <laughs> does it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh, yeah. So I'm pretty sure I've seen that probably a few times over over time, but I don't really remember anything about the, you know, the plot. That. It's There's more yeah. to the tits. That's the thing. There's the there's plot. There's more to the yeah. tits. <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to hear what you guys think of that one. Um, awesome, Kyle. Yeah, some right people on. have Nightmare Before or Nightmare Before. Some people have Nightmare on Elm Street too. I have Slumber Party Massacre. I'll put it that way. I like you that. You could have Slumber Party Massacre too. There you go. I haven't got Ooh. there yet, but I'm dangerously hey. close to it. <laughs> starring Andrew Dice Clay. So, yeah, starring Andrew Dice Clay. Actually, <laughs> no. close enough. Oh, yeah, it's an impersonator. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Anyway. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's spin it around a little bit. Let's go, uh, Boozy. If you're all right, let's toss it over to Steven here to see what Steven's been checking out. Would it be weird if I said no? Because then it would be just like an awkward silence. Of course. Actually, yeah. Of course. No. Fuck Steven. <laughs> Boozy. Do you want to go first? Let's go. No. Let's no. Go, no. You can go. <laughs> all right. Well, on our show, I had we had watched uh, for the end of our Halloween watching. We had done Carrie because Brent had never seen it, and it had been a long Which time Carrie? since I'd seen it as well. <laughs> Um, the original <laughs> the original yeah and um yeah and so we watched that and so you can listen to that episode or whatever but i had mentioned on that show that i had tried the rage carry 2 which i remember coming out but i don't i'd never seen it before and i i just knew like the cover of it and that was it and i and i'd seen the chloe grace moretz carry remake at some oh, point but i don't remember it at all so bad um so yeah i kind of want to revisit that just to see what it was like but <clears throat> on our show i i said that i got through half of the rage carry too because it was just so bad that I, I, I it wasn't even fun like it was just bad but it had like interesting people in it and it came out in an era like right after a lot of movies that I did like like Urban Legend and and like H2O and stuff and and so I was like oh maybe it's like I, maybe it's what I missed out on and it's like no it's not but I did want to mention it again because I put it on before teeth uh, I wanted to give that up my full attention I was doing laundry and I was like I'll just throw on the rage again and uh, I'm glad I did because uh 
there's some interesting kills at the end. Uh, for one, the the character Sue for the original is in this movie, so they got that actress back and everything, and she, spoiler alert, dies in a really like funny way. And then I loved it because this was made in 1999, and it has a lot of people from like American Pie, like Mina Savari and, and everything. And it has this like people from that era that I knew and other things. But Zachary it's like, Ty Bryan. Yes, <laughs> from fucking Home Improvement, right? Who and, also is a, a piece of shit now, right? Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Yeah, Don't Tokyo forget. Drift, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very Famously important. from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, I just wanted to mention this because um, everybody should just watch like the last 20 minutes. The, the part at the end of Carrie that she just goes berserk is the best part of Carrie. And then the same way in The Rage, like she goes berserk at a house party. And there's just one death that I want to spoil because everybody should go find it. And uh, she kills someone by CD. Yep. She throws, she mind throws a shit ton of CDs at this girl, and they all just impale her. And it was, it was the most '90s death I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, everybody should go watch this movie. Now. Boozy, have you so seen? Have you there. seen The Rage, Carrie too? Because this is 100 percent a boozy movie. I I haven't, but okay. I also just wanted to say, like, I could believe that that would happen if the CDs were like broken a little bit. Because like, you ever broke a CD? <laughs> yeah. Those things were fucking yeah. deadly. Yeah, those are nice. But just a Sharp. regular one, like, no. Well, it's just regular CDs. Shout out Hellraiser three, Hell on Earth. Um, I was gonna there's say, there's literally it like Hellraiser. Oh God. Okay, so do they do a CD death? Yeah. Is this like a? I'm uh, so confused. Like... This is one of the most insane movie titles I've ever seen. Is oh yeah, the rage carry too. <laughs> this is fucking psychopathic. Okay, so is is there a series called The Rage, or is it just? They really wanted you to know it's... how mad she was. This is a step up to the yeah, street exactly. situation for sure. Yeah. This is fucking <laughs> insane. Hellraiser three. There's a Cenobite, a CD Cenobite demon that literally shoots CDs oh, okay. at people, and it's great. Like I can only imagine that they're just like the double disc. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy, and the Infinite Sadness. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because there's just so many. It's like those, like, there's got to be a VHS Cenobite or a VHS demon of some kind where they just get rid of copies, extra copies of Jerry Maguire or, like, the Titanic 2 case. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? But, Shout out yeah, to, uh, no. mm-hmm. everything is terrible. Do you think that scene in Shaun of the Dead is totally in, like an homage to the Rage Carry Two? Absolutely, but they use vinyl instead. <laughs> well, I know Edgar Wright had said that uh, it was the Rage Carry Two that inspired both Shaun of the Dead and Last Night in Soho. Uh, oh really wow, hate that, they that make makes you sense. Say the whole thing just to get to Carry Two. I just, just fucking yeah. call it uh-huh. Carry Two. It's fantastic. Oh my god, that's why I agree. It's it's dumb. It's a bad. It has like a colon in the middle. It's just a dumb title. Would and love there the is no. This, there's no yeah, yeah this kind of looks at my alley i'm uh, not gonna lie to you yeah 90s trash like it's yeah. it's great 90s it's, trash and yes like, there's a lot to be said about mm-hmm. fun 90s trash and i think the rage carry 2 is one of the better ones <laughs> in terms of like that movie fucking sucks but it's like i, I think it's so much fun to kyle's watch. interest the name alone is just actually we should do a carry double feature you should check let's it out. do a carry double feature yeah. soon because yeah listening to you guys talk about uh like De palma's carry that's one of that oh my god this is such a Shouldn't even be saying this, but I, I also, I think it was Steven that was saying, like, I'm not necessarily a De Palma fan. I actually, like, mm-hmm. actively think that De Palma is one of the most overrated filmmakers of all time. Oh, absolutely. And that's, Without a doubt. But that, okay. Kind of, yeah. To lots of people, that's like you get laughed out of the room. But it's like, honestly, Carrie's probably, Carrie is my favorite De Palma movie. Uh, no, Carrie and Blowout. Blowout's amazing. Um, but, like, Scarface mm. is a piece of trash. Like, I love, I love Scarface, but it's a bad movie. Like it's not good. Hmm, the Untouchables is boring as fuck. Like I don't care how how many like there's like some 
uh, uh, we we can't even get on the De Palma train. Can, can, I, can I just <laughs> say that uh, how many how many carry blankets do you see getting sold out of sketchy vans? That's how many Scarface ones? Millions. How many how many posters of the Rage Carry Two do you see in MTV's cribs? I was gonna say in rappers' houses. Yeah, <laughs> it was like every single rapper had Scarface posters. I had a Scarface poster, and that I would be never, so much uh, better if we just replaced it in the movie with just like the Rage, the rage Carry Two. It's like, all right, we're in uh, T Pain's house here, and he's got this fucking it could be just worse. framed up oh, the man. rage poster i had a, i had a free wheezy poster so you know it's fine <laughs> well he's free so you did yeah. your job I, I i did my best yeah you did the lord's it work it worked awesome well yeah thanks for that steven that uh that is a uh, dog shit movie that's quite a bit of fun mm-hmm. go go watch yeah. it uh <laughs> boozy what have you been up to i've watched a yes. bunch of stuff yes let's hear it i know just just say it i'm baby. sorry you've watched a bunch of what this is the wrong show for that, sir. Oh hey, wow, I'm, Brent's really uh, sensitive. Uh huh. I'm hey. excited for Brent Stop and it. Stephen to realize, or like, sorry, Boozy. I, I'm excited for this whole group to realize that we all are like blood brothers. Like, <laughs> like especially like Boozy and uh, and Stephen have like the same horror taste. So it's like it seems like from what oh, I've yeah. heard of you, yeah. You guys yeah, that's love why all we're the on the same, same side of this plane that no one else can see but us. Yeah, <laughs> Not the and Brent. Am I still in the plane? <laughs> yes, you're in my plane, in my heart. Oh, excellent! All right, uh, so <laughs> let's get let's get it going because I got a bunch here. Uh, I'm probably not going to say them all because I'll you know get everybody else going here. First one, obviously, Hail Ratma. Yes. Yep. Obviously, Hail Ratma, guaranteed. That's, that's a big Hail Ratma. Um, I actually I've heard a couple people talk to the, about this, and I actually listened, Mitch, to your review of it from i think it was last episode or the previous one i just listened to it um anyway i, I you were there actually, huh? <laughs> you were there for that review no i know i i re-listened to the episode okay so it's fresh <laughs> in my memory that's why right. i was like dude um, were you not listening when we were recording <laughs> honestly that's mega rude it, yeah. Dude, the amount of shit we talk about, and then someone asks later, and I'm like, I don't remember talking about any of that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> same. Um, so VHS 94, I I think that I I definitely agree that the the wraparound of it it was kind of weak. I I like that it starts on such a, a fast note and keeps going from there. I think some of the say I think two of the segments are super standouts that really carry this whole thing. The other ones are kind of. There, there's an interesting one like there, there's one that that is a a very low budget which is really cool how they did it like homage to doom that i thought was that was pretty interesting yeah um and then i i think that the the funeral or like the wake one was really good and then that's the simon Ratman. that's yeah that's the the bl- simon barrett i was talking about like how that short just feels kind of like or that segment sorry feels like uh mm-hmm. the ending of blair witch so it's like you don't have to sit through all the bad stuff of blair witch but like yeah, you know, no, no. shit I think, just starts I happening was, at the funeral. It was really home. smart and fun, and I, I think there's something to be said that makes it uh, even more creepier that everybody had that that kind of weird uh, '90s VHS filter to it. I think, especially with like the Ratma stuff, it really helps that you have this more grainy stuff, and you're trying your brain's kind of trying to make up what isn't, you know, what you're not seeing, and then it's it's cutting out and tracking and stuff. I think that that's all fantastic. Um, yeah, so two of the segments aren't that great, but honestly, I think that if you're a horror fan, just to check out even those two segments, yeah. or even just just spend your time and just watch the full thing, I think it's well worth to sit down to watch. It's a lot of fun. Totally agree. Have you guys watched VHS 94 yet, El Tas Boys? 
Because uh, I have not, but when you said Hell Ratma, I thought like I typed in Ratma in the Just Watch app, and it it didn't pull up anything, but it pulled up a movie called Ratman oh. from 1988. Ooh, have you heard of this? No, but it sounds great. I don't. <laughs> there's a there's a little rat face boy. Oh God! Uh, oh on yeah, the poster. that's a boozy movie. Um, so it's Rat Boy, sick. really. Rat Boy. Uh, <laughs> So I thought this is what you had been talking about, and because my mind was so focused on this, it, it completely blocked out the VHS 94. Uh, but no, I've not seen it. However, I will say Hell Ratman. <laughs> yes. Yeah, what, what is Hell Ratman, though? you got to watch you it's just the first it. segment. You, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> okay, it's on there. You're, so, you're indoctrinated you into word. a cult once you watch VHS 94. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's exactly what's you happening. You said that, and I felt... I felt I was at a cult meeting and I was supposed to start chanting that word and I didn't know what it meant, but I was probably going to look around like I did when I was a Christian yeah. well, and in once, church when I was younger and be like, yeah, we're supposed to say this, once right? Once you guys give us the $100 indoctrining intro fee, oh, okay. then yeah. we can go cool, to stage cool, cool. one where you guys are allowed to watch some of it to get the idea. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, and then I pay... There's different levels. Yeah, and then you got to get like three of your friends. To VHS 2 or... I would yeah, yeah, yeah. say that like... Uh, Ratma, I I can't remember what the actual title of it is, but like as Rat far Man. as the way to, the way to look at like the VHS movies for me is because you know most anthologies are so inconsistent, um, mm-hmm. but every one of them has something going for them. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but so like I love the first segment in the first one, the succubus one. I think it's just called Siren or Amateur Night. Amateur Night. That one is unreal. Mm-hmm. And then you have the the cult one in the second one, and then you got mm-hmm. Hail Ratma, <laughs> like. Hail Ratma was just one of those things where while I was watching, I was like, oh, my God, Boozy is going to love this. Okay. And it made me I, like it more because, like, I don't know. I just I loved it. I want to watch it again, like, right away. It was so cool. And it left, left such an impression. Where I was actually it's kind of creepy to watch, but it, it's fun after the fact. Um, I also will say I never would have expected to see somebody I watched on Vine in like 2012 be in a VHS film as like a main character. Is but that someone in Ratma? I don't. I never got no, onto no, no. Vine. from the um, the succubus one. That that main character is like oh, yeah. he got big off of doing Vine videos. Oh, I didn't even know That's that. Wild. That's wild. But uh, yeah, Boozy, what a king. I, Boozy, after this episode, I will drop. I have like forty Ratma memes saved in my phone, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I will drop them all towards you because they are yeah. great. Like I drop so, a like, load. There was a couple pick. There was a couple people who went as Ratma for Halloween, and I'm like, that's when you know that you have wow. something special, though, because it was like that movie came out early, like early to mid October, and there were so yeah. many yeah. Ratma costumes, and it's and, not one of those ones that you can just throw together, like. Yeah, it's it's not like a, an easy costume either. So I'm I'm visiting JustWatch.com for the first time right now, and I'm on the mm-hmm, Ratman mm-hmm. page. You're welcome. And mm-hmm. this Back on is, the Ratman. here's just a, a few titles for people who liked Ratman. They also like these films. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Uh, Love it. Crocodile great. Dundee. Yeah, My Hero Academia. And Turner and Hooch. So All great. I don't know Academia, but uh, the other ones are classics. Also Reign of Fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then Reign of Fire. Yeah, this is the Mitch. Okay, what website is this? I got to write this I down. I think I should so, watch yeah, Ratman might, now, yeah. might, might need to peep Ratman. Sorry. Yeah. Is it available at places though, Ratman? I I don't know. Ra- Ratman is always available in your heart. Okay, Steven. so this <laughs> is actually a great segue for something that happened when I first moved here. Um, I had my friend shout out Jason Hamill showing my sister around town. I was just like, he was. I was like, just show her a good time, take her around Vancouver, like let her, you know, have some good drinks, some good food or something. 
Um, and we were we got on the conversation of like there's a lot of rats here like in Vancouver there's rats everywhere like all over the street mm. and then we saw a lot of squirrels and it was like what's like would you rather have a squirrel in your house or a rat like you obviously your knee jerk reaction is a squirrel which you know I say yes but Jason's response was uh, priceless he said I would definitely choose the squirrel because at least you know that he knows how to keep his fucking mouth shut oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's saying something. And I laughed for an hour. <laughs> fair though. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, hail Ratma. Um, I'll knock off a quick one and then we'll make our way back around. So I checked out two uh, brand new films that came out just this weekend. I uh, It's weird because since I, since I moved, like I've just had so much going on that I, I just have not wanted to go to the theater. Like it's ridiculous that I haven't seen Dune yet. Like, I'm the guy who saw Green Lantern on opening night, so, like, what's my excuse here? Um, but I, I really had to force myself out. But on uh, Halloween night, I went with Jason Hamill and our friend Lauren, shout out. Uh, we went and checked out Antlers, which is the new film written written by uh, Henry Chazon, Nick Antosca, and Scott Cooper, directed by Scott Cooper. The film is starring Carrie Russell, Jesse Plemons, otherwise known as Fat Damon, and childhood actor, <laughs> child actor Jeremy T. Thomas. Uh, so this film, this film, it follows a school teacher, Julia Meadows, who's like convinced that one of her students, Lucas Weaver, who displays similar telltale signs of abuse that she was subjected to as a child, uh, she shows concern for this kid and her brother Paul Meadows is played by or is the local sheriff and it's played by um sorry I keep Jesse Plemons I keep wanting to say Fat Damon and that's so mean <laughs> so mean <laughs> but like really <laughs> but when you say it it's like huh well, yeah. I never want to be a... Because I'm the last person who should be fat shaming. I'm not fat shaming. I'm just like, he does look like a more plump Matt Damon. But uh, but mm-hmm. either way, um, he's the local sheriff who's been discovering mutilated bodies. Can you call him Jesse Plumpins? Is that better? <laughs> See, that's even meaner because it's not as clever. <laughs> it's not as clever. <laughs> hey! <laughs> And it doesn't mention Matt Damon. But anyways, Paul so. Meadows, uh, Jesse Plemons, he's been discovering mutilated bodies in the forest that don't match up with any human or animal. Um, and yeah, the film is shot in Hope, BC, which is just a beautiful mountain backdrop. And it's like, I had to drive past there three or four times, like coming here. Like I've been in the last month, I've seen Hope a couple times and uh, not actual Hope, just the place Hope. I have nowhere near mm-hmm. any Hope in my actual life. Um, but, but the place, the place is beautiful. Uh, but what I love most about this movie is like, I, th- okay. So I heavily fuck with antlers. Like I thought this movie was awesome. And this is one that I was kind of nervous about because, um, I listened to a podcast as well, another horror movie podcast called the faculty of horror. And I know that they got a chance to see, this was supposed to come out pre COVID and, uh, hmm. they got to see like a screener of it or something. And they were basically saying that this movie was, like, unwatchable. Like, it was, like, so bad and so, like, brutal. And that really hurt me because I'm a fan of Scott Cooper, who has been... He's made a known for himself with Crazy Heart, uh, Black Mass, Hostiles, and Out of the Furnace. His shit isn't for everybody. I think that, like, everyone could probably, even if you didn't like it, you know, Crazy Heart's a great movie. Like, that movie cleaned up at the Oscars. It's It's... It's one of those things where, unfortunately, he's probably going to live in the shadow of his first feature for the rest of his life because his first feature is that fucking good. Uh, it's just an amazing Jeff Bridges film. 
but then a lot of people like I, I didn't hate Black Mass as much as everyone else did, but it's it's definitely his weakest movie. But I was curious to see what I'm always curious to know what these directors like this are going to do when they take a stab at horror, because usually these directors, they go right for horror or like, you know, people start their careers in horror. It's not the other way around. Uh, so it's really interesting to me to know that he was taking a stab at a horror movie and um, his movies are just really always rich with atmosphere, which this one is as well. And there's just a ton of tension and genuine scares. I think this movie has some of the best creature effects I've seen in a long time. It's one of those things where a lot of it's practical, but there's definitely uh, like CG and VFX. But I think that all of it looked good. Like I thought all of it looked really, really good. There's one of this like, there's like this scene where it's kind of a transformation scene and it is just fucking brutal in like a very positive way. I thought it was so disturbing and uh, it's just the movie's very nihilistic. It's really dark. Um, it's definitely one that I can understand is not going to be for everyone. But I think that what stood out to me most about this movie in particular is I've been reading Stephen King's memoir on writing. I actually just finished it today. Uh, but it's this book all about like just the craft and like where he started and where he ended up. You know, like the movie. I think the book came out in 1997, so he's made a lot of stuff since then. But uh, there's just so many things in the script of this movie that oozed Stephen King and like the best parts of Stephen King. It's just leaving just enough breadcrumbs for people to be able to follow the story and for you to discover the mystery with the characters. And I think that's also another thing that's going to deter some people. Like I know some people who really didn't like this movie. And I think it's like, it's one of those ones where it kind of makes you work. Like you gotta, you gotta be on board for the movie. You gotta actually pay attention. It may seem so simple and you may think that it's like, they don't answer the questions that they open, but they do. If you, I, I've read a lot of reviews for this one. Cause I was like, when I walked out of it, I was like, my jaw was dragging on the floor. Like <laughs> I saw with Jason who also, Jason is a harsh critic and he was we all loved it. The three of us, we really, really loved it. And uh, I think it's one of the best folk horror movies that's come out in a long time. And it's one that uh, is definitely, without a doubt, going to be talked about at the end of the year for me. So it's one that I definitely recommend checking out. I think it's super thrilling. It's dark. And uh, without a doubt, one of the best horror movies this year. So that's Antlers. Sweet. Wow. I, I'm honestly really excited to check this out because you've been talking about it a lot. I did the thing which I've rarely done this. I think the last time I did it was Annihilation, where I walked out of the theater and I immediately texted Boozy and I said, get the fuck out and see Antlers. <laughs> like, you're, Boozy's going to like this one just because if you're a creature feature fan, um, it's definitely, it's so much more than just a creature feature, but the creature elements, they do not skimp on. There is a lot of this thing. And uh, I see some odes to Alien in it, and uh, I don't know, I thought it was just a moody dark atmospheric tremendous horror movie so i really really loved it and uh, i'm also a big fan of nick antosca who is the he originally wrote the short story that it's based off of uh which is called the quiet boy and he's done like the channel zero tv series uh, i don't know if you yeah. guys ever checked that out but it's it's very good and uh yeah i i loved antlers so check that out get out get on get on out you know that's what the kids are saying i think <laughs> Mitch, I actually have a question yeah. for you. Um, you were talking about antlers, and you don't think Jesse Plumpins is funnier <laughs> because his name is Jesse. His name is not Matt Damon. His name is Jesse 
Plemons. It's, it's and clever changing... wordplay. Yeah, Plumpy. I think honestly, I think I plussed up this fucking nickname, <laughs> this hateful ass nickname. I think Fat Are you Damon's been sitting on this good, the whole review but... here. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention to what what he said. I was. Yeah, I, I plan on seeing this movie. I just I went to a fugue state. I was I was incensed. Uh, about this. this is this is one though mm. where I will say and I know I always guess what people are gonna like and what they're not and I should probably not do that but I would guess that Brent this is one that you could probably rent when it comes out just because it's like so depressing so it might mm -hmm. be one of those ones where it's like do I really want to pay to get really really depressed you know some of us were so depressed that we need to pay to feel and that's mm. where that's where I'm at uh, not to brag but uh <laughs> I'm pretty depressed all the time, there, brother. So uh, bring it on. on this Kanye West oh, well, this character I like. I like mm -hmm. this one. Hell yeah, dude! It's a, it's a little bit of this Oklahoma coming out and this boy. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, brother! I'm so confused in the best way. <laughs> uh, let's go back to Brent. Brent, have you checked out anything else? Unfortunately, I have. Uh, you know what? I've uh, I've watched quite a few things, um, but I'm just gonna bring up one because I I feel like. I need all the time in the world to talk about this. Um, you know, I co-host a podcast with a, a man named Stephen. Uh, he does not go by Steve. What, what would you describe Steve looks like? Uh, Stephen? Yeah. <laughs> a, a, a cherub of a man. Oh, yeah. That's not too bad, actually. Mm -hmm. I can totally visualize that. A cherub. Yeah. I, see, I can see you holding the bow and arrow already. Mm -hmm. Do cherubs have cherubs? Man, I would love mm -hmm. to. Yeah, that diaper is full, by the way. But uh, anyway, so it's cushioned yeah, yeah. because you've been pushing. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I watched a, a a movie directed by a man named Steve. It's a Shutter exclusive movie called Cuso. Now, I'll, oh boy, <sighs> oh my goodness, holy yeah. shit, what a this, throwback! This is wow. going back in time to uh, early Terror Table days. I'm having like yeah, Cuso flashbacks right now. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> wow. Uh, <laughs> um, this movie. Um, mm, mm, this. Uh, wow. Uh, I don't. I've never I, even heard of this. Well, before. okay. Yeah, you don't. You don't need to. Go ahead, mm -hmm. uh, okay. Stephen. Go ahead and just cancel Shutter. Um, just stay away from it. This movie was rough. Was fucking rough. <laughs> uh, I did not care for it at all. Um, uh, in early, early. Uh, uh, research I did on it, uh, I knew it was going to be like an anthology a little bit. And you're talking about how wraparounds for anthologies can be tough. Um, the anthology <laughs> itself can be tough as well. I've never seen so many like festering pustules on people's faces that get made out with and like exploded. Uh, there's a scene where somebody, uh, there's a, an actual like bug creature that comes out of a man's anus, a, a leg is ripped off, and then juice squirts into this man's mouth as a cure. <laughs> and then, if, Stephen, if you think that there's not a scene in this movie where a baby gets aborted and then somebody says, we should smoke it, you are out of your goddamn mind because it's in this movie. Wow. Yeah. This is Steve, Diego's you haven't favorite smoked movie. Till you smoked baby. <laughs> oh, God. I got to point out, it was directed by Flying Lotus. That's right. Yeah, Flying Lotus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Goes by yeah. Steve. Steve. <laughs> he goes by Steve. Uh, yeah, he's he. I think he's written or co-written each of these uh, shorts within this movie question mark, um, and then he directed <laughs> all of them. Yeah. Directed. Uh, mm, mm -mm, no. 
no, this was this was a, this was a mistake. Um, I did, you know, whenever we go through and we watch movies and we uh, talk about them on our podcast or any podcast we're on, I try to watch the whole thing. Um, try to stay off my phone. Uh, try to try to pay attention. Uh, there's a lot of uh, tapping ten seconds forward on this. Um, yeah. A lot of long shots, just like meandering. Uh, that's bad in and of itself. It? Like just Dude. two times the speed here. What are you doing? Oh yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. that would make Honestly, it worse. I was just yeah. no. I, that he, he's he's not skipping five seconds of it all the time. There's but, but is he really missing popping. a lot? Is yeah, he missing? No. He's pus missing pop. a couple of pusses. Yeah, pus pops. Mm. Sure. No, I, I assure you, I am not missing those. That was fucking disgusting. <laughs> I don't like body horror, and I don't like gross stuff, uh, and this was all of that. And it, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, the that. logo totally is like it's it's like the 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 word Kuso spelled out like in the ground with like all kinds of like slimy maggots and stuff on there. I was like, uh oh, this, uh uh, this is, not, <laughs> this is not a Brent movie, but I've made the commitment. I'm 14 seconds into this fucking thing. I guess I had I got to commit. Um, so, yeah, Kuso, don't watch it. Why did you decide on Kuso? Um, well, I knew you guys had some history with it. And I was yeah. like, well, what better time to dive into this than now? And I thought, well, I guess I could talk about it on LTAS, but then I was like, no, -uh, I'm not bringing that to, I'm not bringing that bullshit energy <laughs> to my, to my show. Uh, -uh. you, you guys have it. I just, I'm, I'm flaking this off and leaving it here in this ditch. Yeah, this is the mm -hmm. movie that, like, notoriously, Diego, old co-host, rest in peace, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> would talk about every single fucking episode. Every episode, he was obsessed uh -huh. with this movie. I and do not yeah. understand. Oh, he liked it? I don't oh, understand he loves why. It. I was going to say, two out of the three of us did not like that movie. Yeah, me and Boozy <laughs> were not, not fans. I, I see not what fans. it was going for, just 100% not my thing. Not my thing yeah. at all. Mm -hmm. yeah. Co-written by Zach yeah. Fox, so kind of cool. Is he related to Terry? He's related to. Uh, <laughs> he's related to your depression. He's, he's, he's related to the guy. Who Americans didn't life. get the Terry Fox joke. Of course not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, what I don't know what that means. Uh, Terry Fox no. is a Canadian icon who ran across Canada with one leg. It's kind of like Forrest Gump. <laughs> okay. He's like kind Forrest of, Gump. Man, I feel really kind of happy to be a part of that joke that I did not yeah. understand. A Canadian, this hmm. is a Canadian heritage I, moment you've been a part of right here. For, oh, wow. For a split second, I was about to do that thing where I was going to be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like whenever, know, I'm so glad I didn't. whenever you don't know what you're talking about, but you want to be a part of the conversation, you just say, yeah, uh -huh. yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah right. Right. Uh, yeah. That guy. Rest in peace, Terry Fox. Yeah, R.I.P. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Um, he and Diego died together. Wow. Yeah. They were both yeah. watching Kuso. They're they were on set. they're in a better place they're now. On set. Mm -hmm. They were watching it on like a a car dash. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Kardashian. And they they crashed. Yep. Man. All right. What a sad well, day. that was a great uh, review of Kuso. Steven, would You're you welcome. like to give us another one? Oh, I actually don't have anything else. Uh, so yeah, my guy. <laughs> that's all right. That's where that's where I'm at. Uh, Kyle Boozy, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Call me I Steven. I'm dry. You're dry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Boozy, All right, you I'm, go. And I didn't say I'm it was go. dry. I'm always wet, but like, yeah, I can confirm that. <laughs> yeah. Just All right, you, you. I, now I know how Mitch feels. You non-watchers, step aside. Keep it down while I'm talking. <laughs> oh, God. What All else right. am I supposed to do after I watch Kuso? Fair. Like I'm, I'm ruined. It's fair. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, 
for one, you could watch 2021's British Horror, directed by Santiago Manguini's No One Gets Spaghetti. Out Alive. Okay. Spaghetti, which is mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yeah. No One Gets Out Alive. Yes. All right, uh, let's so hear about it. This is actually a really cool idea for a film, and it, it's uh, it's dealing with uh, undocumented my, uh, immigration into countries and kind of how people treat immigrants and, and what they're trying to get away from. That, that drives them to these places in the first place. It's very interesting. Basically, it turns into a story of uh, women go disappearing or disappear after going and staying at this hostel, room rental place. And it, it just kind of goes from there, and a woman's unraveling the mystery of what's going on. Hmm. You know, I tried looking this up on the Just Watch app uh, just now, and it said, Are you sure you don't mean Ratman? <laughs> So it's really like trying to push me. I don't know if there's like a sponsorship deal or what, but Strange. I feel like I'm gonna have to check out Ratman at this point. Uh, if you have like a Google Home, that's all it's doing is ordering copies of Ratman for you. Oh shit! Right now, I've got 17 copies that are gonna be delivered tomorrow. <laughs> it play. It paid Dude, for express shipping. Some of a bitch. <laughs> Jeff Bezos got me again now. <laughs> but it's all VHS, and they're all coming from Russia. <laughs> And it's someone like they had a satellite feed of Ratman uh-huh. one day and like recorded it and like you got it. Hello, yeah, I hear you like this you get, movie. Like, the knockoff artwork though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's the best. Yeah. I I I don't know if Mitch is here. He might have actually died. Um, oh yeah, I think yeah, he did. His I saw him disappear. Um, he said we just he had to go talking? drop a Kuso real quick. Yeah, it was all the Kuso talk that got him. I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, you know what the crazy part is? Is out of anybody, I watched Kuso three times. What? The first time. no, yeah, the, this is more we, insane than when Mitch told me that he's seen the Snyder Cut four times. That's also fucked. Yeah. That, okay. Well, yeah. well, in terms of length, though, it's not as crazy. Like that's I, fair. I managed to get. Through. It's not so, about the length. Uh, it's about the how you okay, use so, it. Okay. So first time, first time I watched it. Not in this case. What the fuck am I watching? And then we were gonna record. Had to kind of. Uh, skip down the line so i had to watch it again to keep it fresh so that was two and then the third one is we did a bunch of drugs at a christmas party and it was like okay let's put on something weird and i put on the weirdest thing yeah confirmed Mm -hmm. yeah i don't think i would want to watch that anyway but especially on drugs honestly it was a great it's a great way to make a christmas party really quiet (laughs) <laughs> if you want everybody to like be fucked up mm-hmm. and then leave well yeah it's literally like you, everyone can be having a good time and then they'll slowly pivot over to look at what <laughs> the fuck is going on mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah that's Gross. awesome like a family christmas party too, anxious right? just thinking about that i think i, I think <laughs> that does not sound like my scene mitch did you bring back either a bucket of chicken or piss <laughs> or no, chicken in piss I no. left both of them in the bathroom. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, fancy wow. pants. Uh, I got fancy. one more. Boozy, do you want to knock another one off this week, or like, how much do we got here? I got two more. Let's hear it. Give us one oh, more. What is it? Two more. Okay, so I watched 2021's American Horror Comedy, directed by Josh Rubin, uh, Werewolves Within. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Um, I still have yet to see it. It's a hundred percent what you think it is. It's very much a werewolf whodunit film. That's real. Honestly, that's really all you need to know. There's some great comedy in this. There's some some good kills, and the story actually kind of keeps you going. There's the you know the, with with films where they do the whole whodunit thing. I, I think the 
the less you try and call it from the start, more you just enjoy the film, that it can kind of go that way. And and honestly, I, I really liked how the story went. It it had some very funny character like archetypes as well. I, I think that they did a great job of having little scares that were also built into kind of the characters and their traits. Like there's a there's a lady with a, a little like Pomeranian and it gets pretty funny with that. So yeah, I, I really enjoy that movie. I definitely recommend that. And that's another one on Netflix. I also I love like, Sam like, Richardson. Yeah. Who's in that? Yeah. Little yeah. Buff Boys. Little Buff Boys. <laughs> oh, that's Sam Richardson. Yes, he was incredible in this. He His comedy timing as a lead is great. This is That's the, funny that you mentioned the uh, the Pomeranian because I just watched Blade Trinity and there's also a uh, an evil Pomeranian in that as well. Isn't that so maybe Parker Posey's? Like do I watch? Isn't that Blade Parker Posey's? Yeah, uh-huh. Pomeranian, Elizabeth yeah. Banks, whatever. No, it's actually a, I, I believe it's Triple H's <laughs> uh, Pomeranian. <laughs> Triple is the, H is the joke. In Trinity. That's Paul yeah. Levesque. Oh, no. uh-huh. That's his actor Uh-oh. name. Oh wow! Oh boy. We've opened the uh, box. Brent, Brent, you got anything else you want to fill us in on? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. All Go right. for it. Uh, yeah, so I'll close this off here before we get on to our main feature. I went and checked out the day after I saw Antlers. I was just riding high on that film, so I wanted to go and catch up on new release films because, like I said, I have not been... Uh, I've been... i got to step my game up a little bit, so I decided to do that. I went and checked out Last Night in Soho. Uh, which is the new Edgar Wright film, which is written and directed by Edgar Wright, with also the screenplay had help with from Christy Wilson Cairns. And yeah, the film is starring Thomason McKenzie, Anya Taylor Joy, uh, Matt Boulderface. What's that? He looks like he has a face of a boulder. You know? Jesse Plumpkins. <laughs> no. We've been over this. The That's guy right. from, like, I also never watched Doctor Who, but. Uh, Jesse Boulderface. Yeah. I think that guy is Doctor Who as well. Um, is it Lee I, think, I don't know. The fuck is his name? Matt no, Smith. Boulderface. Matt Smith. <laughs> That's that the dude has an absolute, name of all time. Yeah. He has a yeah. fucking absolute mountain of a face. Um, <laughs> Carve the president into that bad boy. <laughs> oh, he's in Morbius as well. So uh, yeah, uh-huh. there's that. Either way, all right. So this is Edgar Wright's new film. So Edgar Wright, you know, the legend who created Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, At World's End, Baby Driver. Um, this is his, like, you know, self-herald. Like, people know this as, like, Edgar Wright actually making a horror movie. Like, this is, he's not fucking around. He's not making a horror comedy. This is a horror movie. I saw the trailer. I was intrigued. I was like, of course I'm going to see it. Edgar Wright is great. Like, I like almost everything that that guy makes. Like, he has such vision and, di- like, his direction's amazing. You'll find all that in here. Uh, what you won't find in the trailer is that, yeah, this is a fucking straight-up horror movie. Like, uh, I watched Hmm. the trailer again after I finished seeing the movie, and I was like, man, they really kind of don't show you what you're going to be in for, (laughs) because this movie was intense, and uh, I loved it. I absolutely loved Last Night in Soho. Um, I do think, like, it's not not a perfect movie. I think I have questions. I think it's going to be one of those ones where I'm going to watch again, and uh, I want to talk to people who have seen it, because there's one thing in particular where I just... I felt got a little bit muddled at the ending, but uh, yeah, the film centers around um, Thomas and Mackenzie, who plays Eloise Turner, and she wants to be a fashion designer. She's moving from her hometown to London to pursue her dream of being a fashion designer. She's going to school, and she ends up in this place where she's she's renting a spot 
And the reason I'm giving a synopsis is because I felt like the trailer did not explain this to me either. <laughs> I didn't really know what it was about. I was like, oh yeah, looks good. I don't know what it's about. Um, but yeah, she, she goes and stays in this place and she begins having these lucid dreams where she's basically switching places with another person in the 60s, which is a time that she really romanticizes. It's where she loves all this music from the 60s. There's a lot of drawback to like where her mom, like how her mom raised her, which, you know, there, there's a little bit of a sad note on that. Um, but she's very connected to the 60s and it shows and through her fashion, uh, her musical tastes and just her general way of life. And when she travels back in time, like this thing, it it's not like an X-Men time travel movie where you're going to be like, hey, what? What, what where what where are we like it's not like it's pretty self-explanatory it's not really convoluted or anything um she ends back in time and she's kind of living her dream vicariously through this vision that she's having when she's sleeping and she begins to become a part of a murder mystery and like a plot that is happening around the 60s and she realizes that she could be helping solve a like decades old murder um with a really notorious brutal person behind it all and the movie is stylish as hell it's 100 percent edgar wright's ode to giallo films and italian cinema but it also is just like it's not one of those movies where i think a lot of people were worried it was going to be i don't know me me included i'm like do i know enough about giallo films to to fully get what edgar wright's going for no he's he's totally just creating his own little story here. He's using all of his Edgar Wright-isms that you've come to know and love, like the quick cuts that he puts in all of his movies, which I'm, I'm a big fan of. I just love the energy of his movies, and this movie is no exception. I will have to think about it long and hard, but I think this is my second favorite Edgar Wright movie, and that's saying a lot, because I love everything that this guy does for the most part. Wow. And uh, I thought this movie was fucking awesome. And, uh, What's your first favorite? Sean Baby Driver. Sean Baby Driver. Sean of the Dead. Sean. 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 Right on. Right on. It pretty much actually goes like Sean of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, at Baby World's Driver, End, Baby Driver, and but now it's like Sean of the Dead, Last Night in Soho. Maybe Last Night in Soho is number one. I don't know. I got to give it some time. Mm. But I loved it. Yeah. I sure. thought it was. I thought it was great. And uh, I think all the actors and actresses just absolutely crushed it. Um, this is some of the best I've ever seen Anya Taylor-Joy be, and she's been, you know, popping off like crazy over the last couple of years. And this is one of her best performances, you but Thompson McKenzie. Yeah, mm-hmm. Is she is Princess me. Peach? That is, that, that is Speak, the princess. Speaking of which, can we, can we bring the cancellation corner back for just a second? Uh-oh. I mm-hmm. know where this is going. Canceled. 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 Let's get it. Fuck Chris Pratt. Let's yeah. get Chris Pratt out of here. He's got to yeah, fucking fuck go. Yeah. There's just too much. There's too much for his little Trump-loving fucking bullshit, all-American garbage leaving. Oh, my God. It's kind of hilarious I'm, that we really, like... like I used to love finally, Chris Pratt. We finally decided, okay, this is enough once Garfield got into the mix. That's when we That's thought, exactly okay, <laughs> now yeah. we need to <laughs> stop. Things are going too far. It was <laughs> like, you know, no, hashtag not my Garfield. So let's yeah, um, not, not my Garfield at all. So let's no, and it's upsetting because I used to love Chris Pratt, and I'm sure like, I'm sure he's a lovely man. But it's uh, like the OC season it, three. You, Come on, guys. Can you let <laughs> someone else have some? Like, can someone else be an actor for a bit? Same with like I love Oscar Isaac, but 
fucking chill for a bit. Uh, no. like, let's, I can't get up on that one. That guy could be an no. Anything. He's got to back off a bit though. Like he's gonna get. He's he's too he's two movies away from fucking being Chris Pratt. But Chris Listen, Pratt is. You're, oh. you're gonna get you're gonna get Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get Oscar Isaac, or you're gonna get Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Those That's are your only options. That's going to be honest. Is now. I'm going to be honest. The Rock, the Rock doesn't. He doesn't bother me nearly as much as either of the other ones. I'm not going to lie. I, just because. Uh. Actually, Mitch, as you were talking about that, I just got a news alert. It looks like Chris Pratt has been cast as Jesse Plumpkins. That's strange. <laughs> that now here he's going to voice that character now. I love huh, that no. character. Huh. There's going to yeah. be. Eight Mile Two, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Now that uh-huh. he's got a rap career, <laughs> holy fuck! I don't know. We talked about this on the show, and I hadn't seen it, but Kyle and Boozy both saw it. But like that Rock Tech Nine song. Oh yeah, kind of slaps. <laughs> yeah. The dude. We stay humble. We develop. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, it's so cringy. We but it no, is very, very cringy. Really, I don't know how. Oh yeah, sorry. I was. I, how Shout did I get the on the Chris Pratt? I was just. Bre- I was just like. <laughs> talking about praising how good last night in soho was and somehow i got <laughs> triggered by chris pratt yeah uh-huh i want to see that letterbox review yeah. <laughs> last night like, in soho was great great <laughs> but honestly <laughs> like fuck chris what? pratt you're gonna get out of hand once you're gonna start rating people on letterbox <laughs> yeah <laughs> with with chris pratt being garfield does that mean that garfield's now homophobic yeah yeah that's canon. <laughs> yeah. That's canon. Oh. yeah for sure it's canon now yeah. yeah you can't have mario being homophobic that just don't work at all I'll have to go no comment on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, Chris Pratt, rest in peace. He's dead. Um, yeah, honestly, Antlers, Last Night in Soho, we're, we're living in a good time. Good time for horror movies. I highly recommend checking oh, yeah. out both of them. They're both playing in theaters right now. Um, so, yeah, check that out or check out Dune, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, I just have to ask, how, how was the worm bussy? Oh, it's wussy, baby. It's good. I was listening to a podcast that was talking about, uh, like, they, they fucking hated Dune. Like, they were like, it's dog shit. I'm not even going to. We'll, we'll see you in hell. They're my favorite podcast. They're uh, by far they're the only podcast I pay for. But the funniest thing is, like, I, I've actually, like, I'm a part of, like, a Facebook group, a We'll See You in Hell fan group where we all talk about it and right. like all of their episodes are behind a paywall so it's like you gotta the, these are two industry comedians uh patrick walsh patrick walsh and joe DeRosa. but it started out as a horror podcast but it really is now just watching two guys who like the industry did not accept <laughs> kind of lose <laughs> right. their minds so it's like, like the terror table that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Patrick Walsh is like one of the he wrote like some of the first episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like he's mm-hmm. to me one of the funniest people on earth. But they fucking like hate Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Okay, these, these <laughs> are not my people. Fucking, these are not my people. They hated Dune even more. But they had the funniest thing about because I tried canceling Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> but they actually they had such a good conversation about it because they're like. It's so weird that women think that he is hot because it's like he looks like the brother who like you go over to someone's house and the brother who wakes up at two in the afternoon who doesn't have a job and is just always like, you know, like closing his eyes and like, you know, just grabbing some cereal and going back to bed, that loser brother. And Mm -hmm. but everyone, every woman in earth is in love with this guy right now. It's like that Um, is a child. It's called the bad boy. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Timothy Chalamet. The bad yeah. guy. He looks like what would you rather have? Fucking Lucas that, that loves like to get math homework. That's what he looks like to mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, he doesn't look like a bad boy of anything. That's yeah. I think fair. he he looks like the trust fund kid whose parents just pay for his way through school because mm-hmm. they can, and then he can somehow still maintain an air an air of like mystery. Well, I don't I don't know why I'm shitting on him. He's been just on like some in real stuff life. They really like. always win. That's <laughs> all good. You got some anger to get out. I re- mm-hmm. No, my anger. Let me be crystal clear. All my anger is focused towards Chris Pratt. Right now. Okay, noted. <laughs> Which is something I never thought I would ever say. Because like, holy fuck, did I love Andy Dwyer and like fucking Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, yeah. I even I tolerated him in Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. Yeah. Like, but fuck, Garfield. The line has been drawn. <laughs> yeah, that's actually so fair. So fair. Yeah. Uh, all right. Do you guys want to talk about teeth? Why start now? Fuck yeah. We started with Dune. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back uh, talking about Teeth from 2007. And welcome to our main feature presentation where we are going to be talking about Teeth, uh, which came out in 2007. And was directed by Mitchell Lichtenstein. Correct? Is that how you guys Lichten, say it? Lichten. Lichtenstein. Sure. What's that from? What movie is the? Oh, thinking- Ulrich von Lichtenstein. Uh, Knight's Tale. Yeah, you got it. Terrible movie. <laughs> what a weird poll. <laughs> well, yep. <laughs> I was like, like the, where, the, where the do fine I artist. Why well, do I know that no. name from? Ulrich von Lichtenstein. That's his father. That was the, Roy Lichtenstein that, is this director's father. Yeah. Are you serious? No, that's Darth Vader. That's <laughs> a different guy. That's a different guy. Well, both are true. I'm I, actually dead serious though. Darth Lichtenstein. If you uh-huh. ever wanna, you if you ever wanna stem back and go all the way back, like trace your steps to where Mitch became a pretentious douchey fuck, it would be a Knight's Tale. Because I remember watching it in theaters, and I was okay. like, Queen, Queen wasn't around in the medieval times. Oh God. <laughs> well, never. They had a queen back then. Not a historian bad boy. I hated that. Never, I ever hated that movie uh, so bad for that reason. Okay. Anyways, uh, so yeah, teeth. It centers around. Or sorry, the synopsis is still a teen, still a stranger to her own body. A high school student discovers she has a physical advantage when she becomes the object of male violence. The movie starring Jess Wexler, John Hensley, uh, Josh Praise, Hale Appleman, and we don't give a fuck about the rest of them. <laughs> okay. This was a movie that was, I believe, you get, like the LTAS boys, Stephen and Brent. You decided to choose this movie uh, while mm. live on the show. We, yeah, we look. Uh, I'll fall on the sword. Um, Stephen and I had just re- <laughs> recorded, like midweek last week, we recorded a special Halloween episode, and we were both in a very silly mood. And Stephen had done some research on like possible movies we could discuss when we come on your show. And he went through the list, and as soon as he got to teeth, we both started giggling, and we're like, that's the one. That's the one. Uh, Because, look, it's a, uh, the premise is very silly, you know? Uh, And honestly, I I was like, well, let's go with this one, because it's a funny movie about this chick that has bicuspids in her sniz, right? And I'm like, oh, well, I'll have a good time. But then, like, then as I was going through and watching it, I was like, oh, man, yeah, I forgot why this manifests right because there's like so much like uh sexual assault and rape and uh incest and everything like you had uh, warned about 
at the beginning of the episode here. Um, so that was not at all enjoyable. Uh, matter of fact, when I was telling my wife that I was going to watch this, she was like, no, I'm not going to watch that. That's No, I have no interest <laughs> in watching that. But then I did discuss with her this morning, um, since I finished watching it last night, uh, about the movie. She's like, well, how was it? I was like, it's uh, way more uh, rapey than I remembered. Uh, really? I just remembered um, some dudes getting their wieners uh, bit off. Uh, but this 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 was different. This is different than what I expected. Um, what I was picturing in my mind, uh, I think my brain was just scabbing over it just to protect me. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, there's some gross stuff that happens in the, like between this and Kuso. I don't know what I, I don't. You know, I had a good run with yeah, horror. Week. Uh, I feel like I've I oh, essentially you're ruined out it now? from a, you're dipping yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm only gonna watch documentaries about roses and dandelions going like forward. A, yeah, it Did was the re- Halloween episode. Did anybody Sorry, see Kyle? the the letterbox uh, tagline for this film? It's every mm-hmm. rose has its thorn. So it's that's true. Oh, that's pretty, that's that's a pretty that, good one. That's a that's a poison song. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Honestly, <laughs> also, I was gonna ask like when you're <laughs> that's the quote when yeah. you're talking to your wife about it. Did you mention like oh, there's Greek mythology? Like I feel like you could have just enlightened her with all the the that's yeah, the, yeah. the cool part of it. I elevated. I didn't get to that part, but like before she left for work, she did like walk close to me to like give me a hug and kiss. I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't trust know. you. What's going Ladies? on in that tussy? Yeah, keep hey, keep <laughs> keep yourself at, at bay. I don't know what's going on. Hey, babe, you know? Brent, mm-hmm. Brent, remind me because I remember this movie when it, uh, I guess roughly when it came out, and I used to show everybody that came to my house this movie. Yes. Because it was so absurd. And I think we watched it when we first met. I, I'm sure your wife has seen it yes. at some yeah. point. At some point, we watched was, it right? at a, as a group. And we we're all like, oh my God, this is so crazy. And that was my memory of it. Uh, but okay, I feel like yeah. at, at in a group setting, there's a lot of like crosstalk and people getting up to go to get food or, you know, whatever. Um, you're not really kind of uh, focused the on the, uh, the rape part of it. Um, good- but it's a rape revenge movie. That's what I like about uh-huh. it. It's like, yeah, it has all that shit in there, but it's it's awesome that she is she's chomping on dicks. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's always good to be chomping. Speaking of chomping on dicks, though, so yeah, like uh, I watched this movie with my ex girlfriend with Brent. I can't for the life of me remember what were what were you saying about my ex girlfriend who was recently on the show? Um, oh, she was hot. Yeah, I'll just I'll lean into it. I don't give a fuck. You guys are up in Canada. She's not going to kick my ass. I mean, she could. Yeah, she definitely could. For, first of all, look. Um, yeah, believe that. If someone's going to come to the U.S., no one's going to come to Oklahoma. We ain't got shit here. Uh, no. So I'm 100% safe on that. Yeah. I, might, uh, I might do that. Brent, Brent, <laughs> yeah. oh, was, okay. Brent was really nervous to tell me that my ex-girlfriend was hot. <laughs> uh-huh. I, because, like... Like I know Mitch, but I like don't know no Mitch, no Mitch. And I was like, I'm gonna float this joke out here and see see what happens. So I sent it, and I just like sat there with my hands on my knees, just waiting. And I was like, uh oh, this is taking a little bit longer than I but wanted. You, you'll mm-hmm. be pleased to it, know it was weird because you'll be pleased to know that her favorite it, episode of the Terror Table was uh, you boys on for Chronicle and Brightburn. Well, oh wow, so she has a crush yeah, on Brent. Okay, well, it's kind of like my favorite episode of Altas is uh, when Stephen's cousin was on the show and Brent was you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. He just did another. Uh, haunted There's house a lot of inside badass. jokes here uh, that you have to have listened to our episodes for. So I apologize mm-hmm. to everybody. Yeah. We'll move on from here. But I just wanted mm-hmm. to make Brent. Uh, I was trying to make him uncomfortable, but I realized that when you're a sociopath, you can't make someone uncomfortable. Hey man, you can't make a brown mm-hmm. man blush. You know what I'm saying, brother? Hell yeah. <laughs> Learn something new every I day. Still, I want to imagine that that's that's Brent in real life. So would you say that he's dropping the facade? Would you say that Oklahoma birthed racism or perfected racism? 
Uh, I think it's more of a dabbling process. There are, there are other states that have really, like, really perfected it. It's more it, of a dab. You know, the, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Missouri. Yeah. Missouri. Shout out Daniel and, uh, and Chris Hurtado. Missouri boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get jobs. You're not saying they perfected it. You're just yeah. saying they perfected it. It's totally different. Yeah. It's all about context. Yeah. It's so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to stop putting this on my resume. Oklahoma, just to throw this out there one one final time, it's not it's it's because we it's where Americans shipped all of their Native Americans, right? And then we also took the land from them there, yeah. and that's what that's where Brent. See, lives. we're in we're in Treaty Six, where we just straight up took over every piece of their land. So yeah. where I honestly, mm-hmm. that's like we are worse than you guys. I don't know if we go that far, but like we're all pretty shit. All yeah. time. Is there all okay? Yeah. Is there a agree. statue? Uh, dedicated to good old JR in Oklahoma. JR. How many statues, I guess? Or JK JR. Rowling? Jim what? Ross? The Jim. Oh, no. Jim Ross? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jim Jones? What? Who are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, what are you the talking about? JR, the, the fucking commentator for WWE. Like, anyone who ever watched wrestling would be like, I love, oh, I the love fucking the JR. Boozy oh, thinks of we're no fucking wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, we're not wrestling dudes. Like uh, oh. we had uh, Dave oh. Roberts on, who's from uh, from England, and he loves American wrestling for some reason. Um, but that that was the only extent we've ever discussed wrestling on here. <laughs> and also, I said brother like three times on this episode so far, so maybe that you're, was it. You know what? I think your your brother points are taken away there, bud. <laughs> oh my uh-oh. god. Uh oh. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, bud. <laughs> Don't go, don't be calling okay, me chief. Right? Listen here, pal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so teeth. <laughs> so uh, Brent, why did you uh, choose teeth? Brent well, I thought Steven. it would be fun to discuss in an uh, immature group setting. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, this uh, this girl has teeth in her uh, vagina. Uh, and that's just inherently funny to me. Uh, there are teeth in a place where teeth shouldn't be. And uh, I think we can all agree that that is uh, just straight up hilarious. Um, like even if I she had like it's yeah, more absolutely. spooky than than hilarious. Like it gives me the the heebie-jeebies and the willies to think about that. Well, what I'm imagining is if like, what if she's like, I don't know, I got teeth down there. Let me try to eat a gordita crunch down there or something <laughs> like that. You know, like the the, the possibilities for co- comedy are like endless. Like what can you put up no, there? It, I don't, it opens I think, a lot of doors. I yeah. think it 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 didn't. Eat any like I'm pretty sure just spit it back out. Uh, like, well, like, it, like you could carry could stuff, mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. or cu- which they already can. Or like cut a, yeah, if you wanted like a can opener or something. Well, yeah, but you've seen uh, any number of X Men movies where a young nope. Cyclops, his uh, oh yeah, you haven't, but people have uh, where a young Cyclops, he uh, uh, his mutant powers kick in and his his uh, eye blast like destroy a school or whatever. But he has to like train himself to uh, get mm-hmm. better about that. He they're so worried about him doing glasses. that whenever he's gonna get like when he's gonna come. Like, isn't that isn't that a thing? Yeah. Like where he's trying to he's trying to not sketch. let his eyes blow up while he's fingering Rogue or something. It's been you a while since I've seen X Men. 
Hey, Mitch, uh, I oh, know we're right, a good time, can. but you can't finger Rogue, okay? okay. It's Jean Grey. Can't you just yeah. give him, like, the big Ray Charles glasses or something, and he'll be fine? Well, he, he gets glasses, but what I'm saying is, like, he has to, like, train himself to help control his powers and, you know, get used to them. So, uh-huh. for her, uh, uh-huh. the uh, the titular teeth girl, uh, I imagine that at a certain point, she'll be able to, like, bite something and also ingest it. Her, oh, okay. I so mean, your tongue gonna, tongue's right there. They're going to work first? up to feeding... Mm-hmm. She's going to work up to feeding her vagina like it's a separate entity. So this is like an origin story is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is, No, guys, yeah, this is very much in the same universe as Brightburn. Did, did you not see the connective tissue? It's, <laughs> no. Yeah. Does, does she have two stomachs then? Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually has From four like end? a cow. But, Would she have you know. to eat less oh, wow. out of one end then if she had to sustain herself using the same amount of caloric intake? Guys, I don't know. Okay. I really feel like we're trying to break down the science of this movie where this girl has teeth in her pussy. Okay, I need everyone Maybe to understand. Maybe if you knew more about the Greek mythology of it that you'd tell your wife and then by extension tell us after. Shout out Aphrodite. Uh, to be fair, it, it's not Shout just Greek mythology. It's mythology of everyone, you know, according right. to what she said, like Polynesian oh, yeah, in every culture. Uh, history and all of this stuff. So it's, it's just out there in the world. Right. So that's mm-hmm. why you pick teeth. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All that to Long say, short, yeah. I picked this movie for fun Understood. and kind of wasn't, but it my, kind of is. My first note is, I can't even remember where this came from because I watched the movie a couple days ago, but I have a quote uh, just says, I haven't even jerked off since Easter. Oh, yeah. I line. wrote that down as well. <laughs> great line. It's, That's it's really what, good that you can plan your like when you jerked off last based on holidays. Mitch, I mm-hmm. somehow knew that Christian that holidays was with you. I honestly yeah. like was ready for you to bring <laughs> that up on the show. I'm not even kidding. Like I'm not even. I hate. <laughs> oh my god! I hate that I'm known for that. <laughs> Brent, Stephen, have you guys though, had spooky? Because you said you watched it. <laughs> you said you watched it the other day, but ha- did you guys have a history of this movie before? Yeah, I watched it with my ex girlfriend that Brent is very creepy oh, towards. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> What about the rest of you? Uh, I had I I have a long history with this movie. I've seen it like six times since I was like oh, excellent fifteen because I had one friend who didn't really like horror at all, but for some reason just thought this was like like every time I came over, like we had to watch. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, you're the but, teeth guy. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's like it's not even really a horror movie, and I don't like it that much. But it's like, oh, come on, man, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. So. I, I feel like this was written for 14-year-olds and for those oh, who yeah. have kept that 14-year-old mentality later into their life. <laughs> I feel like I feel like me and Kyle are about to have a different conversation. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is great. Like, well, this is actually a really good movie. I, do, just, I have an issue with this movie, too, actually. Uh, I saw this movie... I, th- I thought, like, for some reason, I thought this movie was way older than it is. But I, I saw it, like, roughly when it came out. It must have been, like, 2008. I actually watched this movie with my sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> of, of all people to watch us with, watch this <laughs> incestuous... Yeah. 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 I watched... Teeth I movie saw the... I saw the... Gr- have you guys... Wa- have, has anyone here seen The Green Knight yet? No, I haven't seen no. it. No. Okay, well, I went to the theater no. with my mom for that, and just so you know, like, there's a cum scene. Oh. I'm like, okay, I haven't, the last movies I've Was seen with my mom in the last, like, 10 or 12 <laughs> years has been, like, Star Wars or Jurassic World. And then uh, I was like, Mom, you like fantasy movies. Let's go see The Green Knight. And uh-oh. there's a straight-up close-up on cum <laughs> movie. Oof. Yeah. She's enough. like, that's my favorite part. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's also part of Kuso. So, right, you know, right. lots of coming. Oh, cool. uh, no, like yeah. this was like, I don't know. For some reason, like this movie was always like, 
I don't know how we even found out about it, but it was like I think we were literally scrolling mm-hmm. through like in, up in Canada. We have something called Sha on Demand, <laughs> and like we were scrolling through like synopses of like new releases, and like we both stared at the synopsis, being like, "That is so like fucking strange." We have to, like, what is this about? Like, this is so because back then, like, actually, my sister was very instrumental in like showing me like cool movies at the time. She got me into like a lot of like indie shit that wasn't in like I don't know the theater that would always play like mm-hmm. Harry Potter or whatever was coming out because I was pretty young when I watched this it's probably like okay first of all Harry Potter fucks second of all my sister gave me Slipknot so yeah I get it yeah so Hell yeah you completely mm. understand anyways but neither of us knew we're like I, the plot alone is obviously pretty like crazy or like something you probably haven't heard of before but neither of us were ready for what we were about to watch and we were both sufficiently scarred after seeing it and I remember like we both, but like we had a good time like it was like that was like a good movie but it was just like we almost didn't even want to talk about it and then i remember my parents came over right afterwards they were like oh like what'd you guys watch today and we were like uh, i don't know we don't really want we don't, don't really want to talk know. about it like why are you guys sitting on opposite ends of the couch we now? absolutely were that's yeah. so funny it's like we were both uh-huh. like kind of like not prepared but but it's funny because ever since it's always been like kind of like a movie, kind of like an inside joke movie of like fuck, like nothing is crazier than teeth. There's always been kind of like mm. a little like inside oh, yeah. joke between the two of us. So when you guys wanted to watch this, I was like, holy fuck, that's like a blast from the past. But I wasn't really sure how I feel about watching it again because I remember, I just remember it being insane. I honestly don't remember how I felt about it. I remember being like, there's just like so much shit in this that was like scarring for the time. But again, I was like. 10 plus years ago so i was actually mm-hmm. very excited to watch it again and ha- honestly hadn't have had an excuse to do so so i appreciate it did you invite your sister I, over <laughs> to re-watch it? i wish i could have i wish i actually didn't even tell her i was watching it she's really gonna get a kick out of it when i tell she, i know exactly what i tell her that i watched she, she's gonna be like why i know that's what she's gonna say <laughs> you did it again <laughs> you'd be like well these americans decided it would be fun to discuss all oh, right that um, makes sense they got some shit going you know, on. It'd be there. amazing if you if you called her and you're like, you never guess what I watched. And she's like, I watched Teeth the other day, and you're like, me too. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. He's like a connection now, you know. Every time one watches it, the other one has to. Well, it's to. like sometimes I'll be at home at night and I'll look at the moon. And I'll be like, I wonder if Steven is also watching Teeth. Um, and mm-hmm. it turns exactly. out he was. Wow, mm-hmm. what a coincidence! Yep. This time, yep. finally you got that. You got a yes answer. <laughs> I had pretty much the same experience with this movie. I think everyone did where it was like one of those things where it just the idea, the concept alone just seems so ridiculous and mm-hmm. funny and cuz it is. Like totally. Vagina yeah. with teeth. It's it's pretty funny. Um but when I watched it like back in the day like we like the only thing I remembered from this movie was the waterfall scene, like the scene where mm-hmm. she she uh, I think the vagina strikes first. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> It's the first strike of the vagina. Um, it was that moment where I was just like, okay, that was memorable. And then I actually straight up forgot everything else in this movie. Mm. Looking back on it now, I think this movie has a lot to say. And I think that it does a lot of things right. Uh, it's not one of those ones that's like super enjoyable. But I'm trying to think of Boozy. We, we just covered a movie recently uh, where the director, like his work kind of reminds me a lot of this movie. Um, Jason Reitman? No, Suburban Gothic. <laughs> Jason Bateman? I'm looking it up. The What's his name again? Fuck. Uh, Jesse oh, Plumpkins. <laughs> R- Ricky Bates Jr. David S. Plumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> the movie Excision. Remember, Boozy, we covered Excision recently. And he oh, also yeah, did yeah, Trash yeah. Fire, Suburban Gothic, Tone Deaf. 
um this movie has a lot of those vibes to me like where it's like it is like kind of a just surreal world that you're kind of thrusted into sorry for using that word at this time um, nice but yeah like it, it is just like this movie's just kind of it's very wacky but i think that at its core it means well that's why i'm mm-hmm. gonna i'm giving this movie a positive review today i still think i'm like i think i appreciate teeth more than i ever did uh i think i give it more Same. credit than i ever would have and it's just because like there there's so many ridiculous moments in this movie but it's such <laughs> a like weird concept to to tackle but mm-hmm. re, re, okay real talk this is kind of off topic but not really but like potentially super ignorant question coming in here Uh-oh. and i know i'm mm-hmm. asking the i'm asking a group of four other dudes so i don't know what i'm doing here mm-hmm. but do gynecologists <laughs> put all four fingers in <laughs> No, I don't I think, think they that's go elbow deep is uh, what I heard. Well, no, because I'm like, obviously, it's a medical procedure. But mm-hmm. like, and I know that that dude was creepy in his in his own right. And that's why, mm-hmm. like, you know, obviously, they're making mm-hmm. that statement. I understand that. But I know so little about the gynecologist experience. Uh, so I, it's one elbow deep. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like a sock bopper doesn't even go that deep. Wow. Oh, yeah. Bro. You got to do it. How great, else are you going to puppet connect. someone, you know? <laughs> You just like slide your elbow in there. You're like waka waka. You just get it. You just get real deep in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rover mm-hmm. shows up. I have very very few notes on this movie, but uh, the only <laughs> I don't even remember writing this, and that's upsetting. Uh, but I did write. I like how the guy at the end in the car took a play out of the Brent Hibbert <laughs> handbook. <laughs> With his tongue? It's like, wait a second. <laughs> a joke what? at my expense. Wow, there we go. <laughs> it's that guy who was just like, yeah, yeah, no, Doris locked, like something's going down, and then the oh, movie okay. you know the movie that ends. Guy. <laughs> it's just like oh classic brand. <laughs> that makes wait, is this because I'm old or a creep? Both. Or both. No, it's it's both. You, it's both. you shared Fuck. your honeymoon story with everyone. <laughs> yeah, I know. I regret that. That's why I deleted my Facebook. I'm like, I can't be doing this. <laughs> can't, keep, can't keep this up. Can, so I, the only reason I mentioned this as well is because I can't remember any other movies where I can think of this, but um, I don't know how you guys were in the, the US of A, uh, but here mm-hmm. in Canada, actually, I don't even know, because both Kyle and Boozy, you guys went to public schools, didn't you? You guys weren't Catholic, Catholic schools? Catholic. Oh, you were Catholic? School. So did you have five alive? Oh. <laughs> Do you remember you, Five Alive? Full Alive, yeah. baby. Fully so Alive. So Five Alive was where we learned... Fully Alive. Sorry, Fully Alive. Yeah. Five Alive. That wait, sounds what? like a boy band. That's where we learned that if you have sex, you die. More or less. Um, wait, more wait, or wait. Less. Did you say Five Alive or Full Alive? Because these are completely different things. Fully Alive. I used to always call it Five Alive because there was that drink, Five Alive, that was really delicious. The citrus yeah. drink in the juice box. Uh, but then there's Fully Alive where there's pictures of dicks and vaginas. And you want to turn and to I'm page 69. Yes. Nope. Oh my god, that was classic. That. that was a classic joke, Kyle. Yeah. I love it. I'm I'm here for it. But I'm just saying, imagine being the person tasked to pencil draw a realistic photo of a vagina for, for like a textbook. Well, it's called which art. is something that happens in this movie. Do you already <laughs> just, have that? It's on called hand? art. It's called art, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was talking to to Jambi recently and he said that was his next gig is just drawing <laughs> uh, vaginas for uh, textbooks. So did anyone notice that in the in the teeth small town that uh, fog doesn't or smoke doesn't move? <laughs> oh, from the, the smokestacks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I thought that was unnecessary. Like, it seemed like they were CGI. Yeah. But I was like, I didn't need to know she was, like, near anything that made this happen. I just thought she's just a yeah, badass, you can, like, You could have literally she's just like, put, like, a, a, a biohazard right. side near some, like, dirty water, yeah. and I would have got the same. Done. Yeah, right. I, I just to go. assume this uh, movie takes place in Springfield. And well, that's, yeah, looks that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I actually think that was, I didn't thought. think that part was that heavy-handed, to be honest with you. Like, I mean, it's like there, but like, not bad. I just yeah, but like, I I think it's just odd, and, and like, it did it didn't serve entirely a purpose. Like, I guess it hmm. did, but it just seemed really odd, and it's right from the start. Well, it, yeah, they're like, this is the town, and especially since they they talk about uh, the uh, the vagina dentata, um, and real quick, like, vagina dentata is like you know teeth in a woman's vagina and it shouldn't be confused with uh vagina frittata which is a vaginally shaped egg dish <laughs> and it certainly shouldn't be confused with vagina brintata which is what i was known for in college um but i will say there's no point in them uh bringing up or having the the nuclear plants there if <laughs> i can love you bro if uh they're just gonna hey, talk hold, about, on, like, hold on hold on hold on what's a brintata we need to know no, no. <laughs> that was that was his nickname. Mm-hmm. It's like Brentata yeah, like, or Hey You, you Over There, there in though. the Bush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or that <laughs> yeah. guy beating off. You, what are you what are you doing with Jesse Plemons in that bush? <laughs> Jesse Plemons I know, yeah, that's weird. Jesse Plemons. That's a weird name. <laughs> new guy, huh? But, nice you know, the the fact that they talk about like the history of Vagina Dentata being like a thing out you know, in, in, in history throughout time memoriam, um, instead of it was generated by this girl living yeah. near a nuclear power plant. They'd seem like uh, oil and, and water. Like, they're, they just, there's no reason for them both to exist in this movie, how, you know? How did it only form there? It's I, like I she tripped in a puddle of vagina first. Yeah, it's it's kind of like this is the weirdest Spider-Man origin story. Yeah, ever. exactly. No, it's like uh-huh. radioactive man, but it only got her right like down there. Like, how uh-huh. did that happen? Maybe she, okay. Wait, the wait, 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 wait. I got it. It's, I got it. It's I got the it. vaccine I, at work. I figured it out. So, like, <laughs> the vaccine. This is what happens when you get the vaccine. Yeah. Now we're never gonna get the Spotify deal now. <laughs> or that Tubi deal. Oh yeah. What a shame. Well, wait, which which is the hard one to uh, Fubo? That's what it does. That's one that's Fubo, impossible. Yep. Um, but since her house is like backed up to that like nuclear power plant, she probably has like a bidet in her home that maybe her stepdad mm. was trying to install, and she used it once and it broke. But it like it got her. It got her like right there in the fun bits, and she was like, I don't know, this is weird, <laughs> and now I'm like glowing or whatever. But whatever, I'll just wipe it off and go about my business. So it was just like a one time use bidet. What I always do. A one and done. Do you think bidet. they're glow in the dark teeth, like uh, like yeah. attack the block? Yeah. Oh my god, I hope so. Yes. Or like the vampire say, like, like, you stars put in? that you'd put in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You're like this vagina has eyes. Wait a minute, those aren't eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, to go with the eating conversation, it, 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 could you train it to talk? Yeah, that's what I was kind of wondering. I'm I thought sure. that oh, that's man. one way that the movie could have been elevated a little bit if the if uh, have it be like an evil I'm trying side to find the least crude way to say pussy <laughs> that the pussy has character mm-hmm. you know like where i'd be like i, I want it to talk like in uh, that ryan reynolds movie in the yeah. voices like how the dogs talk mitch are you mm. saying that they should do a teeth malignant crossover That's movie exactly what i was thinking. because where it only yes. speaks through fucking boom boxes 
That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah. But it's only like sleepaway camp. Oh, shut up, malignant. Or <laughs> like mm. slumber party massacre too, and and the vagina only talks like Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. You can't change. Hey, that. let's get some yeah. dignity. <laughs> Forget about it. I'm hungry. Hey, I'm eating oh, here. I'm hungry, will we? Oh man. Oh, oh god. Yeah. Well, uh, Mitch, going back to the the gynecologist that you mentioned, I would be remiss if I did not point out that that actress, Joss Pais, P-A-I-S is his last name. I don't know how to pronounce this, but he actually uh, was the uh, the actor inside the suit for Raphael in that first Teenage Mutant Ninja. Wait, 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 wait. The, original, the, the OG or the... Oh, the, the, the OG. 91, 1990. All right, so respect, mm-hmm. but yep. you know what? Just because you're a turtle doesn't give you the the right. I know turtles only have four fingers, but that doesn't mean put all four in mm-hmm. there. Well, hey, come on! Yeah. But he's yeah. also <laughs> and he's also Wallace in Scream Three. <laughs> Don't get greedy. Don't mm. everybody's favorite Scream Three? Oh yeah, he's, 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 he's also Hoyt Vaughn in yeah, yeah, yeah. the classic cinema, the cinematic masterpiece from 2019, <laughs> Joker. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, I was tired already. Am I the but now only I'm smart just person on this whole panel? S- Am I the only one who understands fully cinema? Fully asleep. Okay, just checking. Fully asleep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Oh, here oh. we go. <laughs> he, this oh. is it. Uh, so Mitch is currently uh, looking at the bookshelf. Or sorry, DVD shelf. He's gonna grab. I you never think. leave home without. Oh, DVD this is shelf. A, you never whoa, leave whoa, home whoa. without. That's a Blu-ray shelf, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you unplugged your That's mic a, or something. We can't even hear Mitch. Mitch. He got so excited. Was worth that combo. He got so excited. I don't see any e- Blu-rays. I just see DVDs, man. This is Mitch's evil turn right here. This is evil yeah. Mitch now. Evil Mitch. Mm-hmm. Joker is actually a masterpiece. Okay, right. buddy. Hmm. Anyway. All right. Hmm. Moving on. All right. Hmm. Okay, you just take, a, just take your Halloween candy and be on your way now. <laughs> I know. We all love Cliff um, Notes, but easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we talk about uh, the the uh, stepbrother in this movie, um, who's from like Nip Tuck or whatever? Um, yeah, singer of Hawksley Workman. He has some of the fakest looking tattoos I've ever seen in my life. They You're just are jealous terrible. because you want those what, tattoos. What are you talking about? He's clearly in a new metal band. I was gonna say. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like they were supposed to be like tattoos that like accidentally got shrunk. Like fake tattoo, like yeah, 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 you yeah. know, because it looks like they're supposed to run down the length of his arm, but it's just like the positioning is weird. I can't imagine any tattoo artist being like, "Yeah, this this fits running down your arm like this." Well, no, it's kind of like you you go I to the don't tattoo think you shop, understand, and you just want to like, "Hey, I want to pay what I can get for," and like, "Hey, well, you got twenty bucks to give you a small one," mm. and I think you just did yeah. that like four or five times, you know. Uh, I don't. I think you're you're uh, giving a little bit too much props to the ethics of most tattoo artists. That's true. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Uh, but seriously, though, I know that this is gonna like you know um, be horrible for my email punk cred. But like, remember, there's not there's no such thing as a a person who's not a complete fucking stupid fuckhead who has that like center piercing in the middle of his lip. Does he not have yeah, that in this movie? Totally. Mm-hmm. Or was I just projecting? He does. Yeah. That's the worst. Oh, 100. That's the worst. Gotta cancel my appointment for Saturday. Especially with your yeah. facial hair. Thank you. You look, you Thank look you. like a great basis yeah, for my Yeah, see? Steven, 
You should also oh, yeah. get a Prince Albert while I, you're at it. You, you might as well get the whole thing. Sur- I'm surprised that this guy doesn't have uh, a Prince Albert. <laughs> it says I don't like, have one uh, already. The guy in the, the, you know, the brother. Also, that is incest. So I, I saw some people arguing about that online. <laughs> and that's actually like a thing. I can't I can't even remember what movie or what I was reading or watching. I don't know why this is coming up. I'm sorry. But Uh-oh. no, like that is like obviously it's so fucked up how the movie opens up with like the kid getting his finger bit. Oh, yeah. And it's just Ooh. like. I know that there's a lot of creeps out there, and I'm probably in a room with four of them right now. (laughs) But, like, what fucking kid? Oh, obviously, they're they're psychopaths. It's a horror movie. It's, like, you know, exaggerated expression. But Jesus Christ, like, what a way to kick the movie off that just, uh... Not it's not like a super LOL yeah. moment. Like it's not, that's not one of those. Love. No, no. <laughs> you didn't it's laugh more of a JK like you face. <laughs> yeah, yeah very, okay. if anything, a soft LOL. You know, just like yeah, yeah. I say maybe, it's, maybe one of, yeah, just I, like where you just say LOL you know? in like an awkward way where it's like haha LOL. It might be an L O U B. <laughs> you know, laughing out under breath. You know, it's it's oh, yeah. Wow. It's one of those allowable. Mm-hmm. I, I do find mm-hmm. that the uh, the effects in this movie like are, are pretty. I think they're pretty you good. Like, like the, uh, later on when the cocks get bit yeah. off mm-hmm. and like they're squirting blood, they, they, they look really yeah, disgusting. No, they really do. But hundred percent, right? They look pretty good. And his they finger, had some good dick detail. Yeah, oh, really good dick mm-hmm. detail for Scarring. sure, for sure. Uh, but his finger to start it off looks pretty disgusting. Like it really like yeah, sliced yeah. that fucking thing off. And it and is. It, it looks pretty. If bad. only the dog bite I later didn't even on. Know, like what happened? In it's it is worse. just strange how this movie. Like we decided to visit this movie the week that Dune came out. I tried to make that joke earlier. There's a lot of similarities. It didn't, it didn't hit. It didn't, the, it didn't hit this time either, Kyle. I'm trying to make work. like a, a Shy Halud reference. Because that child actor in that scene in yeah, the pool, that's, that's, that's uh, Timothy Chalamet. Oh, I knew I saw no. him yep. somewhere. Yeah. The girl. He actually the girl still is. has <laughs> that scar. <laughs> yeah. Still has those. Yeah. yeah. Still, that was still has those, yeah. yeah that, that actually wasn't part of the film. I love that the mm-hmm. parents didn't age But they at filmed all. it and put it in. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like the exact they just got cool. Oh, yeah. They don't have the budget for that. What is their Can, deal? Like, the parents yeah. seem very uninterested in the kids. And then at the very end, are like very interested and it turns out bad for them not just parents man you know just like just abandon your kids come on like it doesn't seem like you like them that much take up golfing (laughs) yeah you moved next door to a power plant like how how worried about their safety are you you know yeah (laughs) not stressed out about it can we talk about the um, well uh, let's put ourselves in this headspace imagine you are um, an animal wrangler you know for movies and whatnot yeah. um and you get a call one day you've been waiting for this fucking call you, you constantly like send out dogs and cats sometimes a, an errant chimpanzee but one day you get the holy grail of calls you're like hello uh crab uh yeah i got an onset crab for you uh i can <laughs> send it right over uh what's it uh, what what uh, capacity do you need this crab i'm sorry what you're gonna do what with a huh? You're gonna have this crab tap dance on a severed dick? Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, he's he's good to go. Do you do you need a little he's hat for him? For he has a life. little hat. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a hat for Kane. He does. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me your cutest crustacean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I do just wish we would have seen more teeth. Yeah. Yeah. You wish yeah. you could have seen the actual. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that crass? There's not Is enough crass of that, that's for sure. <laughs> Although That's worse for some reason. It's definitely worse. Well, for, I think you expect it going into this movie, right? You, that's one thing I did expect to see. What's worse, though? I don't know, because for me, and I've also, I've had this conversation with people recently, but the word, like, you know, the P word, that's that seems so much more crass than coochie, even. Like, what do, what do we call it? Coochie seems kind of like cute. Yeah, right? it's like oh, it's, we can call it. It that. sounds like a butterfly, right? Mm-hmm. Like a coochie butter- butterfly. Crabs. I can't meat grinds. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not. I don't think I, I don't like, know that. like that. I don't like that one either. Nope. We'll take that one off the list. Not quite the. <laughs> yeah, Mitch is like I just said it so you guys wouldn't say it because like yeah. obviously <laughs> I didn't mean it. You meant it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we're just, we're just we're just gonna have to call it a vagina. But I feel like a vagina. I feel like that's also a weird word. You know? Gaping axe <laughs> wound. It is. So we'll just move forward with that one. That's fine. So uh, Mitch, specifically for you, I, I want your your thoughts on this. Um, the uh, <laughs> the uh, the kid who plays Toby, who's the 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 kid that you know attacks under the waterfall. She has a, oh, a yeah. crush on him and like kind of the of real nice friends. Kid. Yes. Okay. Continue. Yeah. So, um, do uh, do you think he looks like Wes Borland, oh the guitarist my God. from Limp Biscuit? New album <laughs> yeah. out in stores right now. Go go get Limp Biscuit. I can't Still believe sucks. we haven't talked about it's that fantastic. yet. Fantastic. Like it's Brent literally mm-hmm. texted me as I was listening to the first song on the new Limp Biscuit album, mm-hmm. and it it was him just messaging me, being like. 911 there's a new Limp Bizkit album out and I screenshotted it I was like I'm literally already listening we we are a hive mind Um, I'm sorry that I'm a good friend okay but I would do that he really looks like I'm looking out it's not good good, though I'm sorry it's not I know I like a couple songs I like a couple songs because a couple of them are really fun but then a couple Mm -hmm. of them it's like oh my god Limp Bizkit stop trying to be serious uh, maybe you need to continue listening to it uh, an amount of times that would equal the runtime of four Snyder cuts, <laughs> and then get back to me. Boom, roasted. Uh, that that was really good. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Chocolate starfish and the hot dog mm-hmm. flavored water is the greatest album of all time. Let me be crystal fucking clear about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I like that. There's somebody holding a butthole up to the viewer yes. on that cover. I love it's it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Also, because, like, the starfish, yeah. that is meaning the butt. That's like Dune, right? <laughs> Get Wait, it? Do you, do you guys find it weird that they can show chopped off dicks in this, but that guy will not take his girlfriend's bra off? <laughs> that guy, th- th- that, that, that just opens up the series of issues yeah. that that guy has. You know, it's that's besides the point. I, way it was, just, it was very confused. Like, I didn't need to see boobs in this. I was just very, con- mm. like, confused. That it was, like, most movies don't show dinguses. Mm. So, wait. And this one's showing mm-hmm. chopped dinguses. Like, very well detailed, like we'd mentioned. Yeah. So and boozy. you even see one get, get chewed upon. But this mm-hmm. dude is just like, no, keep it, keep it on. I'm a, I just want everyone to see my tattoos. So if you're saying like, if you're saying that, like you just like, I just didn't need to see boobs in this one. Does that mean there's films where you need to see the boobs? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Understood. Well, I, 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 I had to clarify. That new Adams family movie. I got to see it. Morticia, please girl. I'm begging. Mm-hmm. Animators be horny. For your pleasure. This Clearly is the second time you've mentioned something animated no, it was, being. I mentioned it the so first time, gonna... but I love I love Brent bringing it back. This, bring it back. Also, a Limp Biscuit song. Check it out. Gold Cobra <laughs> in stores now. Wow. This is my dog. On Young Money this Records. This is my dog right here. Or Cash Money. Cash They're Money. Plugging yeah. their last album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Shout out 2013's Gold Cobra. <laughs> I love how our conversation on teeth, surprise, surprise, is complete fucking nonsense. Hey. Hey, yeah. this is their episode. You guys direct this as you want. This is this is your guys' time to shine. Do you guys hey, feel- you know what? Not only is this show, this episode, off the rails, but I, I paid for it. I I did this. I did this to all of us. That's a good point. This is this is yeah. from me. How does it feel to us? I appreciate it, Brent. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. There's no refund. Did you guys kind of feel like this one was sort of like Juno in a weird way? Don't. This is so much better than Juno. I'm interested. <laughs> I fucking hate Juno. What? Michael Sarah ruined oh. indie music for me for a bit. Oh man, I still like Sarah. <sighs> I never got. I never got into metrics. I'm not a fucking nerd, and I don't look like Michael. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, this third Limp Biscuit album is the best album of all time. But I am not a nerd. Make that clear. <laughs> Whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> Kyle Newman is cool again. You hey, need to get over I, it. When, when the fucking indie revival happens, you and the fucking Arkells yeah. call. I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't think anyone on this podcast here should be saying who who is and is not a nerd. Let's just make that pretty clear. Very true. <laughs> We we are we are a bunch of white guys podcast. Whoa whoa whoa, 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 Easy, easy. Mostly, but not entirely. That's what I was talking about before, like, where I was like, Brent, you can't talk before we start going, because uh, Brent has always referred to Kyle as White Diego. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. well, depends how you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so teeth. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so this film really tackles the ownership and acceptance of one's sexuality in a really smart and engaging way. Uh, I found I that Brad jamming Immortal Dominion strictly as loud as he possibly could while, while his door was open in every scene really struck a chord about how depraved he is as a human being. Um, and I think that I kind think, of reflected... I think Kyle is reading Teeth for Dummies. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, someone oh. had to. Okay, so let's see uh-huh. here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Brent can't read, so that's okay. Uh, yeah, what else do I got here? I'm I'm just reading my notes now. Okay, huh? musical choices. Was that are... dude not listening to Pantera? I I, I shazammed <laughs> no. it. It was a bad called Immortal Dominion. Uh huh. <laughs> they didn't have the yeah. That was what the, my one note about this was the music, and it wasn't about like that kind of music. Yeah. But I imagine they didn't have a large budget for that. The <clears throat> Going back to Mitch's point earlier on, whatever he said, like revisiting this movie, it's actually like says something and like he kind of liked it more. I I remember showing people this movie all the time because it was so silly and stupid. And then rewatching it now, I was like, oh, actually, some of it's really well done and I really like it. But the music is so over the top silly sometimes, like the score that it really takes me out of it. I'm like, if this was rescored, it actually would be a much better movie. I actually completely agree with you. The music is probably the worst part of this film. Beyond that, mm-hmm. I like really fuck with this movie. Really enjoy it. It's so honest. funny how the the scope of time. If you look at this movie, like as we've gone on, having seen it long ago and then rewatching, it's like, right. oh, it actually has something to say. It's not just yeah. a toothy vagina. Yeah, see, and we only got another, we only got another ten or fifteen years until you all understand oh, Joker. So can we just like go twenty <laughs> minutes can, without Mitch's, like... Mitch's evil Juggalo phase is coming in nicely. <laughs> Do not lump ICP with the Joker. To me, those are two different fields. I have to stand up for the last bit of counterculture that we accept, and that is ICPC. ICPCP? It's an ACDC tribute band where they dress like ICP. 
That would be so confusing. Yeah. <laughs> How man? How man? We are killing it. This is a great review of like. <laughs> This is going to be a nightmare to edit. People really get a good breath of what it is, you know? I, I don't know how much you could say of it. Like, there, there's, I think there's a smart person out there who could tell you about how this is about uh, a woman flourishing and experiencing the hardships yeah, of growing up. Yeah, Kyle and Steven and, tried. And the exploring sexuality. Those are literally most of my time, notes. Those are honestly all my notes. <laughs> but at the same time, there was a really cute Rottweiler in and this movie. And he well, munches <laughs> on some good dong. Like, that's, that's one of the mm. highlights in the movie. Well, he at least waited till it was off of it. Like he'd probably been fucking mm-hmm. like well, that's lining that of... thing up for a long time. He's like, I'm gonna fucking. Eat that <laughs> but dog have somewhere. any of you ever had to deal with something like? Okay, I know how ridiculous that sounds just now. But a no, dog for example, monster? for example, let's let's uh, rewind back to Mitch Oliver, 2006. I'm at a ska concert. Is, is this I'm at PD? A ska, yeah, no, this was after a circ- I was uh, I was already circumcised at this point. Oh, the, no, no, no. yeah, the divorce. We're, we're talking about the divorce. divorce. Is yeah. this, is this yeah. after divorce this or pre-divorce? This is way pre-divorce? after the divorce. Um, that makes perfect okay. sense. Then. I was at a ska concert. Okay. Checks out. <laughs> yeah, okay. And my friend Tooth uh, got knocked out by my friend Jared. And uh, You guys were, uh, what's it called? What's it, what's it on the subway? Pick it up, pick it up, yeah. pick it up. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay. ska. Um, yeah, what do they 100 do? What do you guys do at ska? Yeah, we're Shuffle? mosh pitting. Mosh, mosh pitting. I What's think. it called? Skiing? Anyway. What do they do? There's a, there's a skanking. 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 Thank I'm you. telling you, you need to find your tooth. The broken part of your tooth, you got to find it on the floor. Now imagine that being your dick. That's a bad day. That's a bad day in Soho. Where <laughs> <laughs> you're like... Whoa, 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 whoa. How small is your dick that it'd be hard to find like a piece of a chip that's you know what for a whole other conversation people who might be listening to this power to i'm just saying thank you i mean yeah like yeah for for all the listeners (laughs) you look yeah yeah, that's good you look at the gynecologist who has all four of his fingers getting sewn back on in the movie it's not gonna work Mm -hmm. like obviously his fingers aren't gonna work but like i had to look for my little piece of my tooth can you imagine getting your dick bitten off? Well, obviously I can't because I'm not a rapist piece of shit like this guy from uh, Hoxley Workman. Does he not look like the guy from Hoxley Workman? I love Hoxley Workman also. But like, he kind of does. does. He kind of does a little bit. And yeah, like, I like how Brent, I, I couldn't remember that. I was like, where do I know this fucking guy from? And it's Nip Tuck. You are 100% right. That is Matt McNamara. That is mm-hmm. the son. <laughs> and he gets into yep. some uh, mm-hmm. wild shenanigans. Nip Tuck, shout out. Shut up, Nip Tuck. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up this <laughs> Traders of Nip Tuck, if you're hearing this. Yeah. Uh, all right. Like I make glee. <laughs> no. Kyle, you actually have notes, hey? Nip Tuck. Oh, I got a lot of notes on this movie. Probably more than okay, I well, let, Yeah. Oh, yeah. The creator of Nip, Nip Tuck did make glee. That's right. Okay. All right. I just need to know, like, and he what, also, what yeah. deep, deep thoughts did teeth. you have, Kyle? Well, to be honest, I just thought this movie was like... I thought it's like a really silly premise, obviously, but I think it handles it in a way that like at times it's like pretty campy, obviously, like with like the crab scene and stuff like that. And mostly when the music comes in and it's a little like over the top, kind of like what you were talking about, Steven, where it feels misplaced. Mm-hmm. And like, I assume that's intentional. I don't really know. But like beyond that, uh, there's that. Yeah, I think there's a pretty good commentary. Like it, more or less, it's a coming of age story <laughs> tackled in a really grotesque way with like a really specific angle and it's one you never really you, I've never seen before and probably never will but 
I think for the most part, the way it handles it is pretty, like, I don't want to say careful, but I think it's like it's considerate. It's considerate in a, in yeah, a, in a pretty, no, totally. in a pretty fair way, and I, it held up way better than I thought. Like, I remember just thinking, "Fuck, this movie's so crazy." But I always remember the last scene of the film where it's like, when she's with that mm-hmm. old man, and it's Hammer. like, "Oh, fuck." Well, now, but like now she's. <laughs> it's a great power exactly power dynamic. I was like, okay, yeah. well now she's like now she's out for blood basically like she went through that bullshit and like now like that's where it ends and i remember even when i had seen it the first time i was like oh okay like that's kind of a cool angle to to, a cool note to leave it on and i think that actually is a great way to end this film on because you kind of like you watch her struggle trying to figure out what the fuck to do with her life because it's clearly Uh uh, a mess in many ways um and no one else can ever relate with it but i think yeah i don't know for the most it's part, a great hero. journey. Honestly, she get you know she takes care of all the loose Speaking ends. Speaking of better, and her brother has a gun for no reason. Speaking of better endings though for this movie, and also better like uh, musical choices. Like imagine you know how when she looks over at him and uh, like it's clear that she's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm about to bite this guy's dick off. Imagine if this song played. <laughs> All right, so I'm here for the sequel rights of Teeth, but... Uh, oh, that's the thing, is I need a sequel to this. I feel like it really set up a whole... Like, th- this was, like, right before uh, Iron Man came out and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, this is... <laughs> like, cinematic universes, we didn't we didn't have them yet, but I need I need the Teeth universe, Not only was you know? this pre-Marvel Cinematic Universe, this is pre-iPhone as well. That's why everybody has these, like, brick phones they're talking on. Imagine oh, all of the, like, Snapchats she could send, you oh. know? That's a good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially if she could teach it to talk. Yeah, uh, exactly. S- Stephen, I was imagine I was the filters. Ask, she could uh, use. You just growing up and having a very similar childhood. Can you relate with a lot of what's going on in the film and exploring your sexuality? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I really my, appreciate my whole, you being my whole here. Affliction, so, uh, thanks my everyone whole, for listening. <laughs> my whole affliction was uh, that I my dick head actually has taste buds on it, so it's mainly just tasting like cotton, sometimes denim. There's one time that it well, there was a zipper incident, and I I had to stop uh, chewing on pennies for a long time. Uh, just it, you know, really traumatized me. Uh, just that that mm-hmm. uh, that that worn out uh, old copper taste. But uh, did you ever just like rub it on like a couch tonight? Uh, yeah, I did it like earlier uh, before we started recording. You know, I had a few extra minutes. So I was like, well, I better knock this out real quick. Because, again, like I, I don't know what my wife has going on down there anymore. Like this whole movie is called that into question. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this couch, as far as I'm aware, is OK. But then like after I skied it, I was like, oh, fuck. Remember Cherry on <laughs> Pee Wee's Playhouse? That had teeth. So now that's ruined for me. So I'm like, well, fuck, what else am I supposed to do? So, you know. The struggle is real. It sounds like it. Honestly, it sounds like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kyle has just slowly shrunk this whole episode. So anyways, I'll be running it's for office couch. soon. And uh, if you guys could all vote for me, it doesn't matter where you come from. Just talk to the Russians. They'll uh, they'll they'll fun- funnel you that's, right through. That's Brent's uh, campaign slogan. It doesn't matter where you come from <laughs> or on. Yeah. Just See you funnel in. it right through. That's right. Come mm-hmm. funnel. Get with it. Hashtag come funnel. Vote for me. Oh my god. Awesome. Okay, Steven, do you have anything you want to add on uh, teeth? 
before we close up shop today? I just, yeah, I really liked it uh, all over again. It was way better than I remembered. I remember it just being stupid fun, and it actually um, was a much better movie than I expected. And now I, I want to watch it again Perfect. and show more people. What about you guys? Like, mm-hmm. Kyle, obviously, I think I saw Kyle's Letterboxd review, and I was just like, yeah, I feel like I, we give it a little bit of a different review, but it's the same type of thing where I, uh, I underestimated how actually kind of good this movie is like it's it's good at what it's doing it's obviously it's not like this isn't masterful by any means uh but it is kind of like a pretty groundbreaking movie for its time and i think it's one that's going to kind of age pretty well in a weird way i i think it has a cult following honestly that makes sense that 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 Mm -hmm. checks out i feel the exact same way because like i I thought for sure this was going to be a lot sillier. Like, I remembered it being a lot sillier and a little, a little bit more hokey. And it, it is, obviously, a little bit, but for the most part, I think it's great. Yeah. Awesome. Brent, mm-hmm. Anthony. Wow, mm-hmm. that felt so weird. Hello. I haven't called, I haven't, Anthony. I haven't called Boozy Anthony in uh, <laughs> years. How, how are you guys feeling? Do you guys want, let's close up shop tonight. What are your final thoughts on teeth? You go ahead first. Um... I uh, I enjoyed it. It's very much an entertaining movie. I'd uh, planned to watch it in like uh, thirty minute chunks, um, and I did that the first half hour. I watched it one, one I, for each dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yes, yeah, double. <laughs> I, I multiple dicks. I don't know if we've we've talked about it, right? uh, but um, anyway, can't get into all that. We have no time. But I was uh, I, I watched the first half hour before bed one night, and I planned on watching the second half hour last night. But I ended up finishing the whole thing because. Uh, it's just that entertaining, you know. Even some of the uh, sexual assault stuff, uh, even though it's hard to watch, once you get through it, it's like it's worth it because, like you were saying, Stephen, and uh, I will we'll blame you for this. Um, it's mm. it's fun to watch her get revenge on all these fellas, if that is, yeah. you know, like her come up, and that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that uh, I think we can all agree that Teeth is better than Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, over to you, oh Boozy. My God. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I will uh, I'll follow that up by saying, uh, yeah, Teeth is definitely a movie. Um, I don't I don't dislike <laughs> this movie at all. I think it's it's fine. It's like a straight up like fifty percent for me. I, I don't. It does, a lot of it's not that interesting for me, and the, and the kills or whatever. But it, it tells a cool story. Um, I think it does a good job. Like kind of Kyle had mentioned, it, it basically does follow a very cool like uh, hero's journey, and it has a great finish to it. It leaves you on a high note, which is great. It makes you afraid of vaginas, so if anyone has young young <laughs> children who are getting into that exploratory age, maybe show them this. It'll regress this them a like couple years. This is like the Requiem for a I Dream, know, I, but of vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, no one was going butt to butt for years after that movie. I actually, yeah. after Halloween, I went ahead and bought a costume on sale that's a giant pair of uh, pussy teeth. So I'm going to dress as that for next <laughs> Halloween. So 2020, um, it's going to be my year. That sounds like the, you're, you're going to be the worst Bond villain. <laughs> I'm pussy teeth. He's like Jaws. Yeah. Or the best Bond villain. Yeah. You're going to be yeah, so tired right. all night. Who are you? Oh, I'm pussy teeth. Remember? Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, pussy teeth. It's pillow, like pillow pants. If we still <laughs> named our episode from, uh, after stuff, two, this would know? be called pussy teeth, yeah. probably. Oh, that's a good point. Uh-huh. Well, you should do that. More likely. All right. Well, yeah. Yeah, I already... That or cum funnel. <laughs> cum Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Mitch. Whenever you're ready. Hashtag, hashtag yeah, I don't know. I think mm-hmm. this is just one of those movies that I miss. Like, I uh, underestimated. I think that there's a lot of really cool things about this movie. I think it's actually pretty well made for what it is. And it's one of those ones that gets made. Uh, it gets. What's what's the word? Like, it's devalued by the 
comic factor of it all. Like it is like it's a pretty goofy movie. Um, it is mm-hmm. like oh, our review of it. Like our like our exactly. reviews of it. Either way, I hope people <laughs> enjoyed listening to this. Uh, I'm definitely like a lukewarm fan of Teeth. I think that it's uh, got enough enough to say to exist being where it's at but i think it is at this point i almost think that it's kind of uh underestimated like i think people should give this one another another look and kind of see what it has to say but <clears throat> thank you guys so much for coming on the show brent and steven really appreciate it but uh thank you seriously brent Thanks seriously brent, thank you thank you so much for contributing to the druid's hand kickstarter you helped me achieve a dream of mine and uh, I know we've been joking a lot this is the first episode where we've had uh, one of the perks uh, speakers come on the show like people who who purchased a perk for to come on the show didn't expect anybody to do this you were one of the first people who did it and uh, as much as we just joke around we goof around and all that kind of shit on the show and uh, I'm a big fan of your show I really appreciate you uh, contributing and helping me get my project made. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. But still, I think Jesse Plumpkins is the best way to go. <laughs> Fat Damon, again, just to reiterate, just so when people will see the poll, they can vote with the, the, the right headspace in mind. So make sure, vote Jesse Plumpkins, vote Come Funnel. I'm Brent Hibbard. God bless Canada. All right. And uh, yep, Canada, follow India. us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or check us out on uh, our website at www.theterratable.com. And until then, check out uh, Let's Talk About Stuff. Where can people follow you guys both individually and as a podcast? Steve. St- oh, okay. Uh, you, you can follow uh, Let's Talk About Stuff. Uh, you can actually uh, listen to the podcast on any of your favorite uh, podcast apps. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, others. Uh, you follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at LTASpod, which uh, stands for Let's Talk About Stuff. Just a coincidence. We're just typing some random characters in there, dude. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, and then uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. Steven? Uh, yeah, you can follow me at StevenFisher22 on Twitter. Uh, and, and Letterboxd. Don't forget that. I well, yeah, I do say that. Has anyone ever done that joke where it's like, is the other twenty one? Listen, taken? I fought for twenty two. Okay, <laughs> I actually had to kill the other twenty one to get that. It's like a Highlander, but I wasn't fair. allowed to use it. Yeah, it's it was, like a it Highlander a situation. Mm-hmm. It was it was a Highlander situation. Yes, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. I also, I do. I'm on Letterboxd a little bit. I haven't written a review in a long time, but uh, get on it. But yeah, get I know you guys are kind of on there too. So Let's do it. I'll yeah, right on. I'll thumbs it up. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I won't. I'm gonna thumbs it down. I don't. I don't even sure. have I'll an active uh, letterbox. I, I don't even know. I don't even know if that's possible. But uh, yeah, our, our podcast is. It's called Let's Talk About Stuff. It's a stupid but fun pop culture show. Uh, it's like this, but we say uh, pussy way less. Um, you said so pussy more than that. anyone on this show has ever said it. <laughs> well, you know what? And I paid for it. Yeah, and with a, a decidedly hard P. Yeah. I'm uh-huh. just gonna throw that out there. I know, and that's with the popper stopper on my microphone, you know? (laughs) All right. I pop those pussies. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you next week on The Terror Table. (laughs) 